You can't be alive hey and not love saying hey now. Hey now. Hello, hello. You can, hey now. You could say it's a sad hey now. Or happy hey now. Hey now. <laughs> or just uh, a regular greeting hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. If I, uh, I'm starting to think these uh, Ukrainian soldiers should invade Russia. Give them a taste of their own bullshit. And uh, they're so good at beating up Russians. They're saying the Russian army, you know, the Russians make a billion dollars a day in their economy from oil. Uh, Germany uses a lot of Russian oil. A lot of European countries use uh, a lot of oil. And they're so wealthy with this, uh, you know, with this oil. And they thought that the Ukrainian invasion would take about two, maybe three days, and the thing would be all over, that the Ukrainians would give up. But it turned out the Ukrainians really want to keep their land. They're like, fuck you, Russians. And now a whole bunch of Russian soldiers are dead. Russian uh, generals are dead. They're even finding ways of sabotaging their airplanes. And these Ukrainians are crafty. And I'm just starting to think maybe they're going to march into Russia. And instead of Russia taking over the ukraine ukrainians would run into russia and get rid of putin and free it well you have these funny dreams and you forget about nuclear weapons i have a dream nuclear (laughs) weapons will not stop the ukrainians they're evidently unstoppable yeah that's right but uh by the way uh i will say this because i i i always you know people oh joe biden's not a good president He's a great president, not a good president. He's a great president. The way he's handling Ukraine, the way he's, uh, you know, some other moron might have, uh, you know, said, oh, no, 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 let's put Ukraine in NATO and, and, and let's start World War III. Let's go in there and help them. He's, he's handling it in a smart fashion, as smart as he can with something as stupid as this. I mean, well, why you know, we this have a guy... country that, you know, John pointed this out the other day. Uh, reporters now think just asking something uh stupid is really great did you do everything you could before to stop this uh incursion into ukraine Eric, well could you have done more you know it, it always leads to re- evaluating the uh the actions instead of seeing what we really need to do yeah well i'm a fan of joe biden and uh you can sit there with all your wacky there's so much wacky shit going on in politics. Something, ha- you know, when Trump won, had that fluke win, because it is a fluke. You understand that he lost by three million votes. But because of the wacky nature of the Electoral College and the stupidity of the way we have our voting set up, the system was rigged. Trump's right. It was rigged in his favor. It was absolutely absurd that this guy got to be the yeah, president of the United win, States. Yeah, he did win, but he won. Yeah, in other words, <laughs> just because more people live in Los Angeles and New York, they're penalized. Their votes don't count. My vote didn't count. I voted for Hillary Clinton proudly. And uh, because I voted in New York, it essentially was worthless. And, you know, yeah, so more... was needed, you were not. <laughs> that's right. More Americans 
said no to Trump. But anyway, ever since Trump won the Republican nomination, the whole Republican Party's gone bonkers. I was here, you know, I'll share this with you this morning. This is a good way to start out. You'll love this. There Now everyone is trying to out-Trump Trump. Used to be in the Republican Party for a little bit of while there, you had the Trump candidate. And then you had like the normal Republican who actually had, you know, real ideas and stuff. All the real Republicans have left the party. Now they're independents and they don't know, they don't feel like they belong. And now, like there's a Republican primary uh, going on in, where the fuck is that primary? I got to play this for you. You'll love it. It's two Trump candidates. Each one is Trumpier than the next. Trying to out-Trump the other? (laughs) Yeah, it's in Ohio where J.D. was raised. Yeah, don't move to Ohio. It's fucking nuts there. They got two Trump candidates beating each other's brains in to get that nomination. Hey, guys, where's that story? I, I was just looking at it, and now I can't find it. What page is that? Oh, here it is. In the in the... In Ohio, the Republican primary for Senate debate sounded more like pro wrestling matches than 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 actual it's the government. WWE. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Well, first of all, I'll tell you how wacky it gets. In Georgia, in their Republican Senate race, Senate, the United States Senate. Remember the the football player Herschel Walker? He's running and he's the front runner. Yes. And and um He sat down, he was doing an interview with a church pastor in Atlanta. And Herschel Walker was struggling with the science of evolution. You got to hear this. And he can't tell you what that is. (laughs) He's the front row. He, and I like that he's struggling with the theory of evolution. There's nothing to struggle. People have thought this through, but here he is. At one time, science said man came from apes. Did it not? I've, That's I, when you, know, you go I, to the every, science. Every time I read or hear that, I think to myself, you just didn't read the same Bible I did. Well, what this was interesting, though. If that is true, why are there still apes? Think about it. You know, now you're getting too smart for no, us. No, 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 no. Think about this. We have an evolution that is we've gotten so intelligent that if that is true, why are there still apes? Yeah, there you go. And uh, I love when people say stupid things and go, think about it. <laughs> Think about it. I'd love you to go think about it. And just go, well, here's the answer. People have thought about it. <laughs> We've already thought about it and come to a conclusion. It's exactly what happened. You don't have to waste time on that, Senator Walker. Can you imagine if the people in Georgia elect this guy United States Senator? Can hey, this you imagine been, being in the Senate and having to explain oh, things to him? So th- he this, and, and what it does is it makes good people not want to run for the Senate. It, it degrades yeah, the accomplishment. Stuck in the stupid class. Yeah. And talking about stupid. So in Ohio, this is um, there's a guy named Mike Gibbons. He's tr- he's Trumpy. You know, he's he is against the fact that uh, Trump lost the election and he thinks he won and all that kind of kooky bullshit these Trumpies are into. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's against vaccines or mask mandates or anything. But anyway, the front runner's name is Mike Gibbons. And Mike Gibbons questioned the background of another guy running for Senate on the Republican side named Josh Mandel. So the two guys get into a fight on stage. I've watched it a million times. 
and Mandel starts calling this guy Gibbons a pussy. <laughs> and and now it's like if you're uh, uh, in the Republican Party, you've got to out Trump Trump. Like now you got to be like you can't back down from anything. You can't look unmanly, quote unquote. And you got to start screaming at the other guy. You're a pussy. I mean, listen to these guys going at it. This is the big debate. This is they're talking about the future of Ohio. Here's what the debate. I can you tell filed you, that I, with the Federal Elections Commission. You well, own stock I, in Chinese Petro. I personally didn't buy the stock. You uh, made millions off it, sir. I don't think I made millions off of anything. I'd love to have made millions off of Chinese Petro. Uh, first of all, Shanghai Shenda and buying, Chinese Petro. Buying a second. Right, you may not understand this because you've I never been in the private. No, you don't. I do. You've never been in the I private sector it. in your life. All right, I've worked here. Josh, squat. Two tours in Iraq. Don't tell me I haven't worked. Don't tell me I haven't worked. You, you don't know squat. It's okay, right? You don't know squat. Two tours in Iraq. Don't tell me I haven't worked. Back off, buddy. You're gonna you back off. Mandel's the one hammering Gibbons over the Chinese stocks. And at the end of the clip, you can hear him saying, watch what happens, pussy. And, you know, it's great when you go, you haven't worked in the private sector. Two tours in Iraq or shut the guy up. You know, you say two tours in Iraq. That's it. Can't argue with that. Uh, I, if I did two tours in Iraq, I'd play the Iraq card every time, no matter what you said. You know, hey, I, you, you're a premature ejaculator. Fuck you. Two tours in Iraq, asshole. <laughs> Shut up. A Trump card. Yeah. Um, and this Senate race goes on and on. It made headlines last year when another candidate, this guy, Mark Poquita made an attack ad against this guy, Josh Mandel, saying he can't have the most Christian values because he's Jewish. The guy who did the two tours in Iraq is Jewish and he wants to be the Christian candidate. And this, this just sounds like right pre-Nazi Germany. Listen to this oh one. My God. <laughs> Are we seriously supposed to believe the most Christian values Senate candidate is Jewish? I am so sick of these phony caricatures. Oh, I agree. If we keep electing people like this, we'll just keep getting the same terrible results. I like Bakita. He's authentic, unlike these other people. You can learn more. Not a Jew. He's I like Bakita. Authentic what? <laughs> authentic, not Jew. <laughs> <laughs> we like Bakita. Bakita. The real David. Christian. <laughs> Not a money lender. <laughs> you know what we mean, wink, wink. This uh, this ad was approved by Mr. Paquita. <laughs> Mr. Paquita, he might maybe maybe Josh Mandel is good at banging, but not <laughs> representing my values as a Christian. Maybe he's good at collecting shekels, but he is not a Christian. And Trump, meanwhile, it's so out of control, he can't decide on which guy he should endorse as right, a candidate. he doesn't know which Trumper to back. <laughs> but he goes, wait, uh, this guy's the craziest, I'll back him. Whoa, this other guy, he just called that guy a pussy, I like that. Did you, you hear know. what he just said? I gotta back and, him. And, you know, between uh, Herschel Walker with his theories on evolution, and these guys, want, you know, arguing over, over who's a Christian and who's a Jew, uh, at the end of the day, none of this is any good for Ohio or Georgia. It has nothing to no, do with their problems. No, and it has problems. nothing to do with what you need a senator to do. 
Right. No, nothing. Nothing. And quite frankly, if I was thinking of running for the Senate, I'd say, do I really want to be part of something that lets these assholes in? And the answer is no. I'd be like, fuck this. It's not even prestigious anymore. It used to be cool to be a senator. You were in with like some really smart people, guys who knew the system. Well, the, now, the whole point of the Senate was to debate issues. And now you're going to have Herschel Walker versus this Paquita guy. <laughs> yeah, it's debate. just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. So, you know, and then you got all these wackos with their anti-mask, anti-vaccine. The reason they've um, lifted these mask mandates is because uh, we gave in to this small minority of people who are completely out of their fucking mind, who think masks are some sort of prison sentence and their freedom. Right. The, the government is tired of fighting with yeah. people yeah. who want to get sick and, and die. Yeah, that's it. They're just like, oh, shit. Because as you brought up John Stewart yesterday, we're saying, yeah, when they focus on those battles, then that becomes big news. And then these politicians get scared. Anyway, and, the whole uh, thing's so fucked also up. Also, more people join them. He was absolutely right. You know, like those people didn't know where their group was. Yeah. They couldn't find each other until you start focusing on them. Yeah, there's so many wackos. Now, I miss the old Republican Party. It used to be nice to have a two-party system. It's uh, now it's wackos versus, um, you know, Democrats, the wacko party. And still to this day, and I hate to say it, only 65 percent of Americans are fully vaccinated. And I can't help but think the wackos are winning. It's getting less, you know, like even the vaccinated, a lot of them have not boosted. Yeah, like I heard, you know, I have a feeling Ronnie's a Trumpy. I'm not sure, but it seems like he is. And, um, you know, he didn't tell me who he voted for in the last election, but yeah, he did I don't vote know for why Trump. it was such a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it was there were, you know, two people voting. I mean, two people running. It's either yeah. one or the other. What's the big secret? Well, one means you're nuts. The other one means, OK, maybe you're such <laughs> you're still rational. <laughs> like there's some group of us in America who seem to be a little bit in Do. the majority that believe it's really good for us to be in NATO. It's good for us to have friends in Europe. It's good for us to have allies. And then there's the wackos who are like, fuck them. Putin's cool. Um, yeah. We like Putin. I mean, it, it's it's so outrageously bizarre. But anyway, the reason I brought up Ronnie was because um I got this whole package of Ronnie in L.A. I think Ronnie's going yeah. nuts or something. I mean, I got a lot to say about it. But uh, at He's one point, Ronnie's eke out every ounce of joy from his last years, I think. Like he needs to yeah. wring that towel dry. Exactly right. And and um, and then at one point he's having a tirade on this this package. I'm going to play you clips of Ronnie in L.A. And he goes, that's it. I'm not getting any more vaccines. I'm not. Gonna, they want me to get my I can tell he, he's his. <laughs> he's thinking very Trumpy, like big deal. You have to get a vaccine yelling. You should hear him yelling. I'm not getting any more vaccines. And I'm like, what are you out of your fucking mind? Meat Don't loaf. get it. We'll see how you meatloaf. We'll see how you do when you're in the hospital. It's so funny. They say the uh, vaccine lasts you about five months. So you should get a vaccine almost every five months. Fine. What do I give a shit? I'll get a vaccine every five months to stay alive. That's too much for Ronnie. 
<laughs> no one can hear you, Ronnie. Ronnie's He's even funny. Ronnie's been talking <laughs> into his mic, off, but we can't. Yeah, hear him. so great. I'm watching him. He doesn't remember. Sixty-five. Sixty-eight. Sixty-nine. This I call this grumpy Ronnie in L.A. And I don't know. I feel responsible for grumpy Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie's personality has been unleashed on the world. Because of me, I made him famous, and now you can't like a, get it back in that box. No, because like a famous person, their real personality comes out when the world is their oyster. And Ronnie now thinks he's an entertainer; <laughs> that his thoughts are interesting, and he, he starts yelling and screaming, and uh, and it's it's downright weird. Wow, Ronnie Carson, dude, what are you talking about? I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. I'm going to present the case. <laughs> So when Ronnie was out in L.A. last, uh, Mehmet was out there, too. Mehmet can give uh -huh. you more details. But uh, Ronnie was just being a grumpy old man. No, I wasn't. I was high as oh, a kite. Dude, wait a second. Oh. I'm going to play this. Yeah, I was fucking high. Can I tell you something, Ron? I thought, honestly, this is no bullshit. I thought you moving out to Vegas and living there dude. with no responsibilities, not having to work anymore. I thought it would make you happier than ever. I am. But, um, Believe me. Let me tell you, Ronnie cannot stop thinking about his mortality and death. Listen to how upset Ronnie gets about aging. And I, you know, it's becoming morbid. He's not enjoying himself. I think it's, I think with the extra time on his hands, Dude, he's when become I, but really. I listen, I listen to you every day talking about it. it. It fucking blows my mind. But you're not me. Yeah, you I don't know need I'm to go out you, to L.A. and to, be me. To listen to, to listen to you talk about it all the time is it, it's it's it drives me crazy all right here's ronnie listen to this clip you could go to sleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow i mean that's why i kind of try to and you know always having a good time when we go out and have fun with people and but then the next day a lot of times you'll think about shit man how many more nights can i have like this how many how many nights can uh, can I hang out and be like everybody else? Like, okay, listen to the news last night. They're talking about a, a second booster, and they're going, "This shot basically is should be for people for the elderly, sixty five and older." And, and I'm sitting there going, "Motherfucker, fuck you, man. The elderly, fuck yourself. You know, go fuck yourself. Why can't you just say it's for people over sixty five with bad conditions? You know, no, but they got to go." With the elderly, you know, like, go oh, fuck yourself. I actually said to Stephanie, I go, fuck them. I'm done. I'm not taking no more fucking. I'm not taking a booster shot. How many fucking shots go. am I going to take in a year already? You know, ah, that, that ah, set me ah, off. Ah, you know? ah. The elderly. Go fuck yourself, asshole. Not that then I the same thing with doctors. Like a doctor will tell you, oh, maybe you should see a geriat geriatric doctor because, you, you know, you're older. Go fuck yourself, asshole. You know? Listen to your logic, Ronnie. You're not going to get a booster shot because they say the elderly need to definitely be vaccinated. They that's said elderly. That's what they said. So you're going to you're going to cut off your nose dude, to spite your not, face. It's not taking. It's about taking the shot. It's about yeah. the elderly thing. It bothers me. Okay, say elderly. I took. I've taken all the shots already. Yeah, why are you going to stop had, taking I've had shots? I've all, all the three shots already. No problem. Okay. So you won't get a fourth shot because no, the news says the elderly? Just, I'll get a fourth shot because it just it bugged me. I was fucking high, dude. What do you want from me? Mehmet, is well, he grumpier is, than ever? What was on your mind? 
Is he grumpier than ever, man? No, I'm you not spit. grumpier than ever. I was stop, stop trying to put shit in my fucking head, dude. All right, I'll play, he, I'll I'll play the tape. I'm not somebody else I'm not, say what it, what Robin, it seems Robin, like to them. I, I don't want to hear it, Robin. Don't don't give me your logic right now. <laughs> well, as Robin Ronnie. says, he, he did get better when he's high, but we did spend a lot of time together where he, he wasn't high. And yes, he does seem to be grumpier than ever. Yelling yeah. at his fiance like, dude, I almost called child services on you yeah. <laughs> when I heard this yeah. tape. Child I'm serious. Services. Yeah, I'm okay. serious. You're what you 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 gone berserk out there. No, I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. I Ronnie went out to L.A. with uh, his fiance Stephanie, who's considerably younger. Mamet went with them, and they went to lunch. And Mamet took out his tape recorder. You know, to to you know get some yeah, bits. I I love shadowing Ronnie because you know he's one of the last people from the greatest generation and it's a good time to like <laughs> learn from him while we can you know right. I thought he'd have the secret to relationships let's turn on the microphone and see what happens I'm quoting Mamet Mamet said Ronnie's the grumpiest he's ever been he yells at Stephanie for everything yeah. for example all right here's an example right. Ronnie got mad at Stephanie uh, Stephanie wanted Ronnie to go on the beach walk with her take off his shoes and walk on the beach Normal couple activity. Right. Right. That should be Ronnie, you know, exciting. So you would think Ronnie, you know, at his age and everything, would be bending over backwards for a hot young fiance like Stephanie. But listen, to maybe, maybe this is why she's attracted to him or something. Some bizarre kind of relationship. But, man, yeah. he goes berserk. She just wants to take a walk on the beach with her man. Listen to this. I can't wait to see the water. It's like the thrill of my day, my life. Yeah, you don't want to? No, I don't care. I don't like the fucking beach. You know that. Yeah, That's why we have a pool. If I wanted, a, if I wanted a beach, I would have put a beach in the backyard. Okay. <laughs> it's literally your choice. All right. If I have to, I will. If I don't have to, I won't. How do you wow. put a beach in your backyard? How would that work? Like with an I don't know, dude. I was so fucking high. And you don't don't even tell me I wasn't high at that point. I was high as a fucking kite. I don't know what you were, but during the lunch, listen to this. So the bus boy comes over and he accidentally spills Stephanie's drink. Okay, it happens. No, he didn't. He locked the he knocked the whole fucking table over. Oh, but it's an, <laughs> the an whole accident. Table right? fell on the floor. It was. It so, was an accident. We, we it was an accident. Okay, yeah, so wait a second. Guy. What are you talking about? Wait a second. Yell. You didn't yell Let's today. You yelled at Stephanie. To the tape, Ronnie. Stephanie, I guess, apologized to be polite. She said to the bus boy, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Now, and 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 rightly so. Ronnie pointed out that why are you apologizing, but he gets fucking crazy because I was wasted, dude. Sorry, I was well, having. You, I was you, having. I fun. get wasted. Sorry. I don't fucking yell at people. You don't Maybe get you wasted. shouldn't get wasted. Was Is that what got we're wasted? hearing? Dude, you know how many years I got wasted? More than you can add. And I'm going to tell you something. I never okay. was nasty like you. You'll listen never to, keep listen. up with me. Never. Listen to you'll this berserk. Be you'll never be well, as wasted as I am. Well, <laughs> you keep getting wasted to that extent and drinking and carrying on. You're not going to have that many more nights. Good. Good. Okay. At least there I know you I had fun. So you, got, you I have to keep in time. mind, by the way. So once this drink spilled and Ronnie starts yelling at Stephanie for apologizing, the whole restaurant basically stops. The busboy is there. Everyone's oh, staring at he our table. The whole fucking table over. All right, listen to this. Whoa! Why are you sorry? What? You didn't do it. Fuck are you, sorry. Why the fuck are you sorry? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You didn't do it. He did the whole. He knocked the whole fucking table. No, he did. 
Oh, wow. Oh, my this, this God. This is like, you know, terrifying <laughs> to drink as Ronnie's yelling, and our food hasn't even come out yet. I'm thinking, you know what? God. No, the food it, came out, you fool. We were already done. We were, there was more we were, coming. We were leaving. He was trying to clean. He fucking would, leaned on the table to clean it up, and the whole goddamn table fell over. What are you dude, talking about? You, we have, when we do you get up already? And, My man, hear, we, 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 what, what place were you at? Did you hear yourself? Did you hear out. yourself? Did you hear yourself yelling at the guy? I mean, dude, you know, I'm and responsible fuck, fuck, for this. Fuck in a public place, uh, screaming fuck. And Ron, I, I know you started behaving like this when I started putting you on the radio. I yeah. mean, I know you'd always lived inside of you. You wouldn't have done that back in the days when you drove truck or drove a limo. Oh, really? You were, oh, you know oh, how really? to behave. Yes. Okay. I know the difference. Okay. Yeah, All okay. of a sudden, you're, uh, you know, a big star. No, I'm not a big star. Don't you think the guy felt bad? I mean, you're yelling at him? Yelling at No, Stephanie? we were laughing about it. Laughing? I don't hear any laughs. The I wouldn't talk to a waiter like that. Yeah, I bet. Well, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't talk to my wife that way. I wouldn't talk to the busboy that way. I wouldn't. And I'm a bigger star than you. I mean, maybe not anymore, but I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> but Ronnie's fuse is so short. At one point, he starts yelling at Stephanie just because she didn't read a store sign to him fast enough. Ronnie couldn't read the sign, and he got uh, aggravated with her. Listen to this. I want my glasses. I can't see. What is that place? What? That place there. With the two lines? The fucking store. I, I don't know. What kind of store is it? <clears throat> fuck yourself, man. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, oh we was, we went we went to this dispensary and bought shit, and we smoked this shit. And, and yeah, but you're supposed like, to mellow out when you smoke. That's what Snoop well, Dogg talks about. I didn't mellow out right away. Okay. Do you hear yeah, yourself? You right away. Honey, what does that sign say? Uh, I can't read it. Uh, can't you read my mind and tell me I can't see? Dude, she was as fucked up as I was. I was wearing these fucking glasses. Oh, dude, I, couldn't the see, anger. I couldn't see. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> All right, here's another angry moment. This guy's on weed, and he's a this fucking is angry. The angr this is the angriest he got that day. Oh, yeah. So Stephanie and he were walking down the boardwalk where there are lots of little like T-shirt shops and things like that. And people will approach you from time to time trying to get you to look at their stand. And there were some guys who were selling a weed edible who stepped right in front of Stephanie and asked her to buy one. And I guess she said no, thank you, or something. And Ronnie got very oh, I, angry. I, I lost my shit with that guy, dude. That was a fucking. <laughs> the guy was a fucking drug dealer. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, come well, on, it's, it's calm edibles down. On it's edibles. It's not like you're you know. you're high. You, you should here. Listen to Ronnie explode. Fucking walk. Fuck you even walk over there for? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you walk oh, even didn't. over to them? I didn't. They walked over to us. Yeah, and, and you're going to stand there and talk to them. No, you can go fuck off because that's not even true. They walked over to us and I was saying, no, thank you. you Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're carrying on like a lunatic. Dude, you're high. Dude, kind of this fucking guy, these two fucking weirdos. But what are you yelling like, at her for? Because they, I'm trying to take, I grabbed her and take her away from there. And she's trying to, but she's, she's not your daughter. Oh, my God. Dude. And then you go, go fuck yourself. That's how you talk to the woman you're engaged to. Yeah. Okay. 
It would be kind of refreshing. She like, wants to take a walk with him. All right, listen to listen. what a walk is like. And by the way, the reason she went over to the drug dealer, the drug dealer treated her better than you do. And yeah, probably right. looking for a yeah. date. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. What the hell has gotten into you? You're, and you're retired, you're in Vegas. Just lighten up. Everything's setting you off. Relax. Oh, I'm lighting it up. Believe me. Oh, yeah, I see. I am. Ronnie's walking, and all of a sudden, some people come by on electric bicycles. You went berserk. Oh. That's another thing Ronnie really hates. He did not like people riding an electric bike on the bike path. He started right. shouting at teenagers and parents with uh, <laughs> small kids. But but I did research afterwards because I was like, why is Ronnie so upset about these bikes? And I guess these electric bikes are a big hot-button issue in the senior community because... They can't move out of the way of the bikes fast oh, enough. Stop it, my man. Are you saying the elderly? Killer. Are you saying the elderly don't like um, electric bikes? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I'd be <laughs> upset too. I, if I had a fear for my life walking the beach like Ronnie does, I would want the electric bikes gone. Yeah. All right, okay. here we go. Here's Ronnie with the electric bikes. Oh, these two. Look at Daughter. Yeah, okay. Get a bicycle. Yeah, Little kids be riding a bicycle. Yeah, but maybe not driving. Not like driving. He's just going to wind up hitting somebody. You watch. Oh, here come those two idiots again. Get a car. Look at him. That's bullshit. Fucking ride that like that. That's fucking horse shit. Some little kid runs out in front. She'll run the kid right down. Boom. Dead. Gone. Don't have a bike then. Have a fucking car. I thought people retired so they could chill out and relax. Dude, what what is the sense of riding an electric bike? What kind of exercise is that? No, I I hear it's, you, and I'm not, I, I don't I don't disagree with for you. Transportation. But I'm just talking the level. No, dude, of anger. they're on the fucking beach, dude. They're on the beach. It's not transportation. They're supposed they they look like they're supposed to be exercising. They're all in fucking sweatsuits. And sneakers and shit like they're supposed but, to be exercising. But and they're riding an electric bike. They can't even. Dude, they, and they, and no one drives. The kid, they're letting the you drive, kid drive it. No one drives like a maniac like you. How can you be upset at these guys? You're like a wild man in that car. What's that you got sound to do like, with dri- You know what, what you sound that, like? That's, dude, that's driving on the beach. Okay. You ever see that? You ever see that movie where they unfreeze the caveman and he's confused and angry at all the new things around him? That's what you yeah. sound like. That's you know? me. Yeah. Well, that's why people can't live forever. Look at Ronnie. I think Ronnie's. He's uh, irritated lo- by everything new. Yeah. Ron- so, yeah, Mamet we said- decided it was probably time to like get him high, get him to be a little happier. So we took him to a dispensary, and he picked the biggest blunt in the whole store. And a blunt, <laughs> if you don't know, that's like it's not a joint. It's more like a cigar, like this big round thing you put in your mouth and smoke and he smoked it but he had the whole beach to choose from and he he sat down right at a playground crawling with uh, little kids to smoke i I couldn't convince him to move uh he said kids didn't care about weed and we have a little bit about that all right here is ronnie with his blunt at the children's playground it's cool right here could sit right like right on the fucking thing here i don't feel like getting sand in my fucking ass right now yeah okay i just thought there's some there's some kids around fuck that place these kids are used to this shit (laughs) (laughs) how much shit is in it Milligrams. <laughs> you're gonna drink the whole fucking thing? There's only ten. There's more than that. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, if you smoke the whole thing. I'm not smoking the whole thing. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Gee. Oh my god. Ronnie we're literally is... ten feet from a slide. Like three year old kids <laughs> are just like landing by Ronnie with a, in a big cloud of smoke. 
Fuck those kids. They shouldn't have put that playground so close to my favorite weed spot. Ronnie's smoking the only strain of pot that makes you more angry than... Yeah, I never knew. To... You know, they said if everybody smoked pot, we'd have no war. But I don't think that's true. I hear the yeah. kids playing in the background, so I'm sure they can yeah. hear Ronnie screaming fuck and coughing on his weed. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of parents had yeah. to explain to their kids about marijuana and stuff. That yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in California, yeah, they're explaining how weed. I Imagine heard kids, a, they were like, what's that smell? They were asking yeah, okay, their parents. Yeah, you heard, you heard. Yeah, okay. Imagine how scary Ronnie is to a little child. I mean, oh, I mean, with the with the yelling at the bikes and the smoking by the the bench of the playground. I remember going to the beach as a little kid, and there would always be one <laughs> angry old old, man yelling yeah, drunk. and scaring you. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, my bad. Pour it on. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm just. Uh, I'm, yeah, I know. I, it yeah. Brought well, back memories. You should have left then. You shouldn't have stayed. Well, I'm a professional. Oh, okay, gotcha. But listen, like to Ronnie's in, credit, in a combat, Ron, right? <laughs> Ron, you were erupting. You're yelling, "Go fuck yourself!" At Stephanie, you're you're screaming at people. You're screaming at the bus boy. Good Lord Almighty! I mean, what's the matter with you? It doesn't sound like there was any time that he wasn't screaming or angry. Uh, 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 it's Mel Gibson, everyone. Hey, hey, Mr. Gibson. <laughs> Ronnie sounds as cool as a cucumber. That's right. You're my hero, Ronnie. You should be treated like a man with kindness. What do you think, Mr. Gibson, of the way Ronnie says, uh, go fuck yourself to his girlfriend? How dare you all act like a bitch when Ronnie's been so fucking nice. That bus boy he dealt with sounds like a cunt. You should all right. just... Get <laughs> Stephanie to get in a fucking jacuzzi and Oscar Mayer baloney. <laughs> so you feel Ronnie is right to yell at Stephanie, uh, go fuck yourself. In other words, uh, her job Ronnie's is to having blow. the time of his fucking life. <laughs> so true, Mel. So true. All right. All right. Wow. Well, thank you, Mel. All right. Well, okay, Ronnie, you have a fan, Mel Gibson. <laughs> That's but right. to, to Ronnie's credit, he's correct. Once he got high, he did. He had a, a completely new attitude about the beach and the water and the sand. Yeah. I mean, just listen to him walking around in the sand. I think that's clip eight. Oh, yeah. This is what Ronnie, after the blunt, he did get happy. I'll give him that. Oh, he, started, okay. he started singing the ancient song Surf City. <laughs> Surf City, where the girls are two to one. Two girls for every guy. As my Woody breaks down somewhere along the red brick. Surf City, here we come. They'll strap their boards to their back and something. <laughs> Boogie in their wetsuit, some shit like that. The senile Beach Boy. <laughs> yeah, senile Ronnie is way more fun. Did you tell me, Mehmet, that Ronnie was so high he didn't even remember that he had smoked weed? Yeah, like a half hour after he smoked the blunt, he was like, what "I are you believe talking that." About what did I smoke? I didn't smoke shit. He was on another Ronnie. planet. Yeah. We're going to Surf City where the girls are two to one, two girls for every guy. 
why would he break down somewhere along the red through surf city? Pretty USA. They'll strap their boards to their back and something. Ron, Stephanie did get a nice word out of Ronnie. He told Stephanie that weed gives him a tingle in his penis. He did. Uh, oh, that, finally. That's exciting. So yeah. That's a treat for her. Yeah. Stephanie is awesome. Yeah. And Stephanie told me that they're thinking about getting married in October at the Elvis She still Chapel wants to go through with it Vegas. after this weekend. After after being hearing, go fuck yourself. And, oh, uh, please. Oh, my God. Ronnie, we have please. so much fucking fun, man. Oh, my God in heaven. What it's is terrible. going on? Oh, it's so bad. Ron, he's supposed well, to be retired. What's that? Could October wedding happen? They have to call Steph and ask her. She wants it. I know she wants it. <laughs> Are you getting married at the Elvis Chapel? Yeah, we're supposed to. Yeah. Wow. Like the that's, the original? No, the original one, the first one that they ever like. Bon Jovi got married there. Supposedly, they got pictures of him there. All this oh, kind of shit. it's good for you to <laughs> oh, go then, oh, Yeah, it's yeah. good for me. Good for well, me. Well, Ronnie is a superstar, and he if wants bon to be with other superstars. If Bon Jovi got married there, it's cool. Bon Jovi got married there. Yeah. The original, you know. The original. The original. Not the fake place. Not the, the fake original. place. The with, with the, the original Bon Jovi. One. Yeah. Um... Mike Perlman, you know, you talk about the perception of children. Ronnie doesn't understand. He can be scary to little kids when he's smoking yeah. weed in, in, in near a playground. And yelling. Yeah. Mike Perlman was telling me. Mike he, brought, he, went, he told me he brought his kid to your house and introduced Ronnie to his kid. And the kid just stared at Ronnie. Wouldn't even. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, the, please. Ronnie just all, stared. Ronnie just stared at the kid and didn't say a word to her. Oh. Like he was doing his Ronnie thing with her. Oh, he's so full hey, of hey, Mike, shit. Tell the story. Oh, oh, come on, dude. This is such bullshit. All right. T talk first to Mike all, about first it. First of all, first of all, it was not a kid's party. I know. But w the guy know. shows up with his with his daughter. He knows it there's so like a bunch of fault. rowdy, drunken high people there. Who brings a little kid? All right. A baby, so he did. A, a, why a, you, a baby. So why are you staring? To a party like that? No, I stopped. I I stopped oh, there. Oh, pour on my place, please. please. <laughs> Stop your bullshit because you know you're so full of shit. There was number one. I stopped there for about a half hour. I had my daughter with me, and we and we stopped. And one of the other guys that worked here too had his kids there as well. So it was like yeah, you know, and his new, kids were his kids were like older and running around having running around. I stopped there for a half kids. hour. I wasn't yeah. hanging out. Nobody brings a baby to a party like and that. So it wasn't fool. a baby. It was you're wasn't a, a baby. And I stopped there, and I, I just kind of walk in, and Ronnie's standing in his driveway. You know, like he's you know Hugh Hefner. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, like I'm Hugh Hefner. And I was just yeah. like, hey, hey, this is Ronnie. Ronnie, say hi to Such Ronnie. She kind of looked at Ronnie. Ronnie like seemed like it was like foreign to him. Like he could, like he didn't even know like how to respond to like a child. Like yeah, no, know. I didn't know how to respond to an <laughs> idiot bringing to a little baby. <clears throat> excuse me, oh. to a party like that. That's how it was. It was like <laughs> he, he looked at it like what, what the f like what is that? Like what? It, it was the middle yeah. of the day. There was other kids yeah. there as well. No, what he was? Hey. No, he was looking at her, him, saying. Daddy, how do you bring me to a party like this? I don't, I don't hey, belong Mike, here. I don't Mike, fucking do me a favor. Here. This is a party for adults and it elderly. Leave the, leave the kid yeah, in elderly. the hot car. Yeah, leave uh, the kid in that elderly. hot car over there. He'll, he'll be, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. He really is. Mr. Bagel. Was your daughter scared? Of, uh, no, Ronnie? no, we only. Hung oh, yeah, she was shitting her pants. We had to change a diaper. No, she wasn't. <laughs> we were there for about a half an hour. 
We went for a walk afterwards and I left. Yeah. Did Ronnie yeah, ever to... speak to her? No. No. I, no, it's all right. Like, I don't expect him to do that, but I, it was just weird. Right when we walked into the, uh, to the party, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I just said, hi, this is Ronnie. You know, I said, hi to Ronnie. She said, hi. And then he, he just like, like, it was like, it was like, he was, he was just like, like a stone face. Like, I thought <laughs> he would say like, a, you know, like, hey, how you doing? But he didn't, right. you know, it was like, yeah, like, get, like, get the fuck out of here, stupid daddy. Why, why would you bring me to a party like this? Ivey. <laughs> oh, man. Ivey. The hell happened to you out there? Went off to Vegas, you became a whole the whole maniac. You thought yeah. the 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 uh, personality was set, but no, it went to another level. That's well. Good. Here's my theory, Robin, on Ronnie. Here we go, <laughs> Doctor Stern. Here he comes. Doctor Stern's in the house. All right, forget yeah. it. I'll let the audience. Uh, let's see what they have to say about your yeah, behavior. Okay. All right, Carrie, you're on the air in uh, Pennsylvania. Go ahead. Howard, enough with this mop-faced old geezer. I don't want to hear about weekend at Ronnie's. He's half alive. Isn't there a fucking bingo hall he should be at? <laughs> Play bingo. That's what uh, yeah, Carrie bingo. says. Uh, Mike. Mike in Ohio. Go ahead. Hey, uh, so I don't know if I should tell everybody because cause, uh, my theory on... Uh, what makes Ronnie so irritable, and then we might lose content if he actually uh, goes with my advice. But if he's still taking that maca, I think that might be uh, part of what's uh, getting him so wound up all the time. Yeah, what's that shit you take, Ronnie? Maca root? Maca root? What is it yeah, called? Maca root. Yeah, maca, maca yeah. root. Yeah, yeah, horny yeah, goat so weed. Yeah, goat horny weed goat weed. Maca so root. Yeah, because no, I'm an old goat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that that stuff. Uh, just in my experience, is uh, I can tell just a difference, even on a daily basis. Just taking it like one day and not the next, I can tell the difference. I I was really irritable, really easily, um, you know, triggered. I guess you'd say. Wow. Uh, with, well, I, I'll do. And, and I and I and I think now that might take away also another part of it. They might want to find another. Another, you want to uh, know something, uh, Mike? It's not the craziest theory. You know, a lot of these people I see, they, 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 all of a sudden doctors, like Ronnie's got in his head if he has goat weed or horny goat yeah, weed, maca root, maca root, that he's maca, somehow going to be. Maca, you horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow going to, like, you know, make him more virile or something. He didn't know what And he, extend he what his life. Doing. It's a life right. extension kind of thing right. and energy. Yeah. I'm not saying I doubt whatever the benefits are of it, but I definitely, I mean, I've been wanting to say this for quite a while. It's the first time I've ever got picked up on, which is awesome. Love you guys. But, uh, you. um, the, I'm, I'm almost certain it has something to do with it if he's still taking that regularly. Wow. Yeah, I take that, it every fucking day, quick, dude. Twice a day. Yeah, that, do yeah, you? Quick Twice trigger, a day. But, but, you know, maybe it's worth it. Like, again, if, if, if you're fine and Stephanie's fine, and you're oh, getting what you want out of it. Now, Let me and, ask you and something, you Ronnie. Content out of you losing like, your what, mind, then it's what, what, Who turned you on to taking maca root and the this other thing, horny, horny goat, goat weed? weed. Like, you must take a booster. What do you mean, right. who turned me on to it? Like, I, just, who I read about you? it and took it. Where did you Off. read about it? Where did you uh, read about it? I don't remember. I've been taking it for years, man. I even talked right. to my doctor about it. It's, just, it's, it's not going to hurt me. So, in other words, you at least consulted a a, a medical guy and said, yeah, I'm going to take... Yeah, my doctor, Mike. Him, my doctor for 25 years. He has no problem with it. 
All right. Okay. I okay. Fair learned enough. About horny goat weed on the show. Some one of our guests came in once and started talking about horny. Yeah. Goat okay. Weed. Yeah. Right. Everything's yeah, a show. Yeah. Because it's bon a show. Jovi. I take it. Because yeah. Bon Jovi, I take yeah, it. Because it's a show. Married. I take it. We'll get married yeah. where Bon Jovi got married, and we're going to take uh, whatever Bon Jovi takes. In the original chapel, Such not the asshole. fake chapel by the Home Depot. Right. Yeah. Why do you, why do you ask me these questions if you don't want the you don't like the answer? You asked me like about the answer. The, the, you asked me about the Elvis Chapel. I told you the deal. That was Stephanie's <laughs> deal. She liked the idea. Talk to her about it. I'm not. What do I? I'm I don't just. Know, I don't know. What I think you, it's I funny. Don't know why you? Why are you getting on me about it? You know, not, I don't get See, it. this is where your perception is off. I'm not getting on you. What I'm saying oh, is please. it's funny. You go, the original where Bon Jovi got married. Yeah, you don't right, see the humor exactly. in that? Yeah, they, have his, yeah. they have a picture of him and his wife getting married there. Okay? Yeah. So, so what? What does that got to do there? with you? What's that got Nothing. to do with you? You kept going to chapels till you found the Bon Jovi I'm picture? I'm just telling <laughs> you. This, I am just this is the fake one. We We almost got tricked. We almost yeah. got tricked and got married at the unoriginal. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's not by the Bellagio. Stephanie, you stupid cunt. Get the right one. <laughs> at least I'm not getting married like uh, uh, fucking Mehmet has fucking Elvis there. The guy weighed about 90 pounds and couldn't sing a fucking note. <laughs> <laughs> Tone down right? an anorexic. I'm going to have yeah, Elvis yeah, yeah. at my wedding. I have no yeah, defense yeah. for that. Anorexic Elvis <laughs> married my yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Guy, the guy was—he couldn't even. The guy was so thin you couldn't even see the fucking guy. We didn't have Elvis <laughs> marry us. He sang our first dance song. Well, I'd rather wow. have Elvis marry me. There you go. All right, guys. Well, uh, Tim, you're on the air in Michigan. Holy yeah, hello, God, Tim. Hey, Tim. What's up? I, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'd just like to make a comment about Ronnie's, uh, issue with, uh, anger. And I, I'm 73. I'm a widower. I'm, I'm dealing with mortality. I, I find myself flipping off the handle real easy. I have to control myself, uh, from getting angry. I don't drink. I'm not a sex stud. I, I'm living my life, but, I think it boils down to when I lay in bed at night, go to sleep, I think, well, that's one more or less day I'm going to live. I can look at it like that, or when I get up, I can say, thank you for another day. So that's my take on that. Do you fly off, do you fly off the handle when you hear elderly? The word elderly? <laughs> yeah, it bothers me. It, it bothers me, Ronnie. Yeah, I... I'm not proud that I'm 73. I'm happy that I lived that long. Uh, I do have, I'm, I'm, I'm encountering some health issues. I'm, I'm dealing with life, and it stinks because I see something they, they're doing in 19 uh, or 20, 2037, 20, uh, and I think, you know, I probably won't be around. And that bothers right. the heck out of me. That, so you think Ronnie's going through the same thing, right? But you're not so angry. Absolutely. Let me ask you something, Tim. Are you so angry you wouldn't say hi to Mike Perlman's daughter? You would just stare at her? <laughs> That's not true. Well, I, 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 I taught her the C word. Cunt. I, I can't relate 100%. I'm like a perverted yeah. Sesame Street. All right. Thank you, Tim. All right. I won't, I won't question you anymore. It sounds like why waste your time on the phone with me? It sounds like you have limited time. That's right. Yeah, it's a exactly. less time for you to live. Go Me ahead too. and live. 
I think that's what's going on with Rondo. A lot of yeah. that he's doing. He's 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 sitting yeah. and doing the math every minute. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm watching the news and they say by 2025 or you know or by 20 you know 35, and you go, oh shit, 2030. Like, Am I going to be here? Right? Yeah. Is that Are what's you going on? See NASCAR. So, it sounds like you're thinking the same way. No, I'm trying to get into inside your. Let me tell you something, dude. I'm so busy with my parents. I feel like I'm 15 again. <laughs> you, what you need to do is to take care of the elderly, like Why I am. Why don't you take care of his parents? I am taking care younger. of the elderly. <laughs> I'm telling you. If you're so worried about dying, in though, why are you like drinking and smoking so much weed and stuff? Like that can't be. You know, I understand you want to have a good time with the time you have left, but maybe pay attention to some of that shit. What? I don't maybe know. have I'm, a memory, dude. Yeah. It's not like I do it every day. Stop it now. Okay, I don't know what's going on. According to Mamet, you're like a yeah. Well, Mamet, yeah, like Mamet lives with me. Yeah, he spent he spent two days with me. I merely bring a tap, tape recorder and press record, and then I bring back what is on the tape. Yeah, okay. Right. You spent two yeah. fucking days with me. Hi, but Ronnie, you're trying to make up all these memories, and then you can't remember anything because you're so high. <laughs> Good. Who are you, <laughs> John hey, from Maryland? Yes. John from I, I Maryland. Oh, sorry, Mike Perlman. Hey, Hold on, John. Hold on, John. Yes, Mike. I, I kind of had a different observation with Ronnie. I mean, he's still very angry, but I, I feel like since he's been in Vegas, he's been a little bit lighter, softer. He's been a little yeah. bit more like um, I think things are starting to work out for <laughs> him down there. So he's 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 down there. You like, don't even I'm know sorry, where the fuck I live. Down there. Yeah, right. I keep down there. I don't know. Yeah. He seems more like he's not so quick to lash out at you so much now. I oh, really? Like, he, he, yeah. Okay. All a right. little. He's still angry, but it's 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 definitely subdued a little bit. He Am I right or something? Because the whole time he, Ronnie was in L.A., it was just I want to go home. Send me home. Let's go home. He didn't want to be in L.A. Right, Ronnie? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well. I want I want my routine. I like he likes he likes I don't want to be in Surf City. Exactly. <laughs> he loves that All Vegas. Right. John John, you're on the air. Hey Howard, I just want to say I love you. Rob and Fred have been listening for a long time. But uh the reason I was calling in is uh if I was sitting at that playground with my kid and Ronnie sat there acting like that, I'd have jumped up, grabbed that little midget by his throat and kicked the shit out of him. Oh, you're so tough, man. On the radio, you're a tough man. I think a lot of parents were intimidated by Ronnie. He is a scary-looking person if you don't know him, and he's sitting there with a serious face, smoking five feet from children. You're like, I'm not going to... Now, now I'm five feet from children. Okay. Yeah, it get, I'm getting close. Body I'm getting, next thing, I'll be on the sliding pond with the g little kids smoking weed. Yeah, okay. Hey, man, what was, what was now on? being a seesaw? And, and, you, and you always get these fucking tough guys like this guy. I'm going to beat yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, okay. Remember that? What was uh, Ronnie wearing on the boardwalk? Was he dude, wearing like his tough on, guy dude. outfit with his with skulls and everything? Oh, dude. Out? Yeah, that, he did have some skulls. He was uh, <laughs> shopping and he bought skull sunglasses. That had skulls oh in God. the. And he absolutely. Ronnie, do you have I, those? You could put oh, those I on. Loved, oh, I love those fucking glasses. Grab them. Dude. I mean, are they nearby? That's why, that's Ronnie, why I was. Yeah, I did have Ronnie wear, did Ronnie Did Ronnie cut off his sleeves to show off his tattoos? No. No, but he came alive when he put on these skull sunglasses. <laughs> he saw them in the sunglasses store, and it was like light came down from the heavens. He really enjoyed oh, dude, them. They were the greatest I, thing yeah. ever when you were fucking high with these. All you saw were the skulls, man. It was fucking cool. Wait, yeah, what, that's what, Ronnie's what, thing. 
Skull. Yeah. He, he's I was like, like going to scare the kids even more. Again, hold you're on, seeing like on. an angry on, man with skulls it's in so his eyes cool. standing by the playground. And, what and else it's is intimidating because we forget what it's like to be a three or four year old on a swing set and you don't know about the world and drugs and marijuana and that stuff. And all of a sudden, what's that, Mike? No, I'm curious to see what else he was wearing. I always find his uh, his like uh, dress down outfits very interesting. Like, does he wear? So he had the cut off shirt. And did he have a cut off shirt or the tattoos out? Mehmet, or was you know? Because he won't tell me. Oh, look at that! Oh my God! Look at what is that? Ronnie you really walked his... around with that? Yeah, yeah, we walked around the whole fucking day. <laughs> hey, man. Skull he said my skull sunglasses and my skull depends. How <laughs> fucking look how prescription put in those? How ah. fucking cool are these glasses? Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, well, Mike. Mike makes you. a good point. What is Mamet? What was Ronnie's casual wear when he was, you know, taking in L.A.? What was he wearing? It's always interesting. We have a photo casual. of him at the beach. I gave to Jason. Let me look and see if I can find. It. I think he was just dressed like a normal old man, but besides the what sunglasses, the fuck is normal old man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Let's go to a mom who was at the playground with Ronnie. Yes, yes, ma'am. Ah, that cunt. I know her. You know, after seeing the old man doing drugs and saying cunt at the playground, my children haven't slept through the night. I just don't know what to do. They keep saying the skull man is going to get them. It's just so upsetting. We used to love that playground. You know, now my I'm so kids, sorry. I'm so sorry. His behavior is outrageous. I hope your children will be all right. Take him to his psychiatrist. Uh, Perlman was right. I forgot. Now. He was. Uh, here he is. He's wearing the yeah, skull sunglasses and yeah, a giant skull t-shirt. Skulls. Yeah. Let, let me. Let me. Skull. There's a lot of people talking at once. Let me just describe what I'm looking at. My man is yeah. holding up a picture of Ronnie on the beach, and he has his skull glasses on, and he's wearing a skull t-shirt. He's Ronnie. That's cool. And all right? black. When you're with this. When you're with a skull, the skull uh, says what? What does it say to the world when you wear a skull? You're I like a tough skulls. Uh, no, I yeah, just why? like skulls. Why do you like them? No, and I'm saying, what is that project? I think they look cool. What are you trying to tell look, us? I think they look fucking cool, that's all. Yeah, it's cool to have a skull on your shirt. I think it's cool. Mike, you're <laughs> laughing. Do you think it's cool to have a skull on know. your shirt? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think he's, he's going for something there. But he's, that, that, that's Can I tell you? Hey, hey, moron, I've been doing that for fucking years. I'm not going for anything. I like Can I tell you my theory? You Can I tell you my theory? Oh, this, you always um, have a theory, Doc. Ronnie's worried he's going to be a skull soon. That's, <laughs> That's right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> a skull on his shirt. I'm looking now. It has a, a unlucky number 13 on it. Does that have any significant meaning? It's a company, dude. You no. don't know that? I, no, I think I the skull represents to Ronnie that he's like a tough guy, like a biker. Because no. the, yeah. the original bikers no, would have I skulls. Just like, I like and, skulls. And no, are the you, jeans, they have... They have rips in them. Do you buy it like yeah, that? Yeah, I noticed or does that his, happen his jeans with, are bleached with, uh, and ripped. A lot of teenagers love doing that. Yeah. Ronnie, what are we, with your jeans? They're ripped. Did you? Rip, did they rip over no, time I or do you buy them like ripped? That. You I bought, bought ripped like jeans. That. I bought them in Express. So you like a look where your jeans look um, ripped? Uh, that's a style right now. Obviously, they're selling them in, in the store. It's obviously a style. That's I have really to like the what TikTokers. they look like. Do you ripped mind? Jeans. Is that bargain? I don't mind. I'm asking you what you're doing. And I'm telling and I'm telling you, but the way you ask, it sounds like I'm doing something terribly no, wrong. No, 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 oh, no. Yes. I want to understand. Yes. Yeah, I mean Yes, it's terribly wrong the to rip wear jeans, jeans are very that they youthful. sell in a store. Obviously that's right. you know that there's something wrong with that. 
That's what the kids wear, right, Mike? Uh, the with the ripped the kids, jeans. Yeah, that's yeah. what the kids wear. He yeah. can almost get away with that. He, he you know, yeah. the ripped jeans he can get away with. I mean, the skull shirts. I think that's kind of like you know you push it with tough that, guy. Buddy. Yeah. Like Mike, you're I, a legitimate tough guy. I mean, I know you are. You've, you've yeah, oh yeah, he's a real tough guy. Yeah, come on, he he's talks strong. A, he took he talks a good game. He's not a tough guy. You think you game. could beat up Mike Perlman? I didn't say I could beat him up. I'm just telling you, he talks a good game, and I have never claimed <laughs> to be a tough guy. I, I'm just saying the skull he, makes he you feel does. like he a claims, tough guy. He gets on there. Oh, I got shot. Why did he get shot? Because he had a big mouth, probably. That's why he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm fucking cool because I got, look, look, I got shot, man. I came on the air. I took my shirt off. Look, no, but Mike's a tough, like Mike, got, ri ri Mike, got, Mike rides, Mike rides his bike around in his neighborhood shirtless. When you're doing yeah. that, you're in good he's shape. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I wish, I wish I could do that. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not as tough as him, I guess, you know? Maybe that's Ryan, why. You go to the gym, Ryan? Maybe that's why I'm wearing, you know, skull t-shirts because I'm trying to be as tough as Mike. Do you go well, to the your gym? clothing is an advertising uh, method. You're saying something with your clothing. He's saying he's a tough guy with the with those yeah. skulls. Okay, okay boss. Okay, now, come on. You know that that's scary. Yeah, I know that. You're right. It's an image you know. you're projecting. Yes. Mike, what did you say? Now, there's there's two. There's like two. What no, you were saying about the gym? What were you asking? Oh, you're right. Do you go to the gym, Ronnie? Do you work? Yeah, out? I have shit. I have shit in my house. I what do you do? I do. I got weights. I got a treadmill. Because you come across to me as like one of those guys that could like probably still lift heavy as a, at an older age. Like you could probably work out like a kid because you got the mentality of a of a twenty year old. No, so no, I just do my little workout routine. I'm happy with it. That three would mile, add to the three, outfit, mile, man, three miles on the up. fucking tr three miles on the treadmill or whatever. Uh, work out with a little weights. That's it. All right, so that's I'm not good. trying to be Mister Atlas. Mike, how big are your biceps? Someone told me 17 and a half inches, right? <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Yeah, this, I this, know, I guess so. this is what, this is what his life is. That's, you know, <laughs> going to the tanning booth and, uh, no, that's not you true. know, working out to, to oh, look at those arms, man. I wish I had big arms like that. Oh, man, I'm cool. I'm fucking that's cool. I got shot, man. I'm fucking, look at me, man. I got this big scar. Oh, stop. Listen I'm a to tough you. guy. Listen to you. That means I'm a tough shirts. guy because I got shot. You got shot because you had a big mouth, man. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many toy like cars do you like have? Oh, <laughs> cut it out. Um, Eugene, all right. Last word on this, and then we'll maybe switch the topic from Ronnie. But uh, Eugene in Kentucky, what's why? up? Why? Keep going, dude. Oh, Keep yeah, going. Oh, yeah, I just uh, called. I'm a star. You, you know, uh, it seemed to me that, that Ronnie, when it come down to it, he's probably insecure deep down inside. Course. And that's why he kind of project and get mad and defensive about stuff. And he probably never dealt with what, you know what's wrong deep down inside. And that's why he's angry all the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. Sounds like a, sounds like he's right. Oh, I know he's right. <laughs> you are insecure. Yeah, I'm insecure. So all the bravado and all the yelling at everyone. Right. It's, right. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm insecure. Right. Exactly. You're right. I know. I know I'm right. You got to figure Eugene's it out. Right. I yeah, know you. you. I listen. I've, you I've been your friend out, for. Man. I've been hanging with you for twenty some years. Thirty. How years, many? Maybe. How many? Thirty five or something crazy like 30, that. Thirty six and a half, dude. Yeah, I got. I, I got it to the day. You know. Don't be yeah, proud because, of that because that means you're old. You're old. Yeah, I know I'm old, dude. I know I'm old. That's the problem. All right. All right. Just don't call me elderly. 
That's right. Uh, Marcy, Marcy in New Jersey, you have the last word. Oh, I love to have the last word. Love you, Howard. Um, Ronnie, I do not understand. Stephanie is your wife, your partner. How do you speak to her in the way that you do, like you have a daughter? How would you feel if their partner spoke to the daughter, spoke to your daughter the way you spoke to Stephanie? As a divorced woman, it's abusive. Have you asked Stephanie how she talks to me? No, I have not. Oh, okay. But I mean, okay. isn't, well, what does I mean, that have to do with anything? That's, we, isn't we there a way? Like, it's, oh as God. a woman, you know? as a woman, you know, you want to be the queen. You want to be your everything to your partner. Oh, she's and, she's the queen. Believe me, she's the queen. Believe me. Okay, but do you, but do you speak to her in that way? I mean, I have a daughter. If a man spoke to my daughter that way, I would be horrified. I'd tell her to get lost. Well, me too. She hasn't, if, if, she hasn't my told daughter, me to get lost, obviously. One of my daughters is married. The other one's engaged. If I walked in a room and heard uh, th their boyfriend, uh, you know, fiance or husband talking that way, go fuck yourself. Mm. It'd be a big problem. I mean, I was married for 22 years and I hated my husband and I didn't say fuck you to him once. I mean, and that's my fault. But, I mean, I just don't understand. Isn't there some kind of level of adult? behavior yeah. that you speak to somebody in a way that's kind and gentle and i get it people get pissed off and upset but she's your number one she's your number one you don't you don't uh, tell them to go fuck themselves you, you say honey i love you and you know all that kind of nice stuff uh i i i told ronnie he's got to put that shit up all with love. Love you. Thank you. Great. I do know Whatever. thank you marcy i do know that uh couples there are some couples who love to fight yeah, um, I, my my uncle was like that. Him and my aunt, they would they would fight and because Ronnie thought, thinks those are sweet nothings. He keeps saying we're well, having fun. They yeah. think I love funny. you. They think you're they think they're funny and like like uh, my aunt and uncle would think they were funny, but no one wanted to be around them because right, you're like, uncomfortable, uncomfortable in the presence yeah. of that. Yeah, I am. I don't want to hear it. But, you know, I mean, Ronnie's anybody village. would be. I mean, here's this couple, and you're, you know, sitting behind them while they're in the front seat arguing. It's got to be exhausting, too, to be in a relationship. <laughs> like, even if it's a joke and they're joking around. Yeah, I, I see what kind of relationship time. you're in, Jack Perlman. Just to be fighting all the time. Like, yeah, you know? okay. Uh, could you bring your wife into the room, please? <laughs> well, oh, that's right. She left. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? You got divorced? <laughs> I got divorced freaking four years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she knows. She she yelled at her more. If she <laughs> she still be here. If Mike, she should still be with you if you told her to go fuck herself. Yeah. <laughs> you should have called her an asshole. I'm with a girl now. We don't fight about anything. Not even joke and fight. It's so yeah, she, she's afraid to open her mouth in front of you at all. No. She stands there. I, I, oh, yeah, I saw her. It's I so. It is so. Is she relieving. hot, Ronnie? Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. She looks. I, at yeah. first, I thought it was his ex-wife that he went back with her. No. She looks exactly like her, almost. No, she You're saying he has yes, a type? Yes, she does. Yes, she does, dude. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. And you know it's true, so don't give me that bullshit. Meanwhile, these two dudes have sexual tension because Mike Fox was telling me he thinks it's clear that Ronnie wants to fuck Mike Perlman. And, uh, <laughs> Mike Fox, of all people, to say yeah. that. <laughs> I want to rub my cock on his bullet hole. <laughs> Ronnie, first of what does that mean? Of course, like Mike why, Fox why don't you turn a light on so we can see your face? For God's sakes. Okay, here you go. Is that better? Well, no, that's worse. Shut it off. 
<laughs> no, I think, you know, Ronnie likes to break Mike's balls because they have this little, like, one-two punch. But, I mean, he said it under hypnosis. Blit is saying maybe even not under hypnosis. Blit. I think you you find Mike attractive. And to be honest, everybody, Mike's an I attractive don't. guy. But with you... I well, Ronnie, you're, you're right. Because Ronnie told John Blit that he would fuck Mike Perlman if he was gay. Because uh, wow. John Blit said, if you were gay, who yeah. would you fuck? He goes, yeah, Mike Perlman. Yeah. Hold on. Listen, he's your type. He's your this type. This blit guy, this blit, yeah. comes up with these, these, we have off Friday told, You told him. You told him. Yeah, but he, dude, you, you got to hear up the questions this guy comes up with. He, he's insane. The question, forget the question. You had an answer. <laughs> your answer's insane. That's my, that's my job to answer him, okay? Oh, you're performing? The, it's a it performance? was Mike Perlman. That's my job to answer. So if you were gay, you wouldn't fuck Mike Perlman? No, I would. <laughs> I yeah, there you go. Yeah. As long as he took his shirt off, I could see his bullet hole. It turns me on. Hey, Blit, I don't think that that's a crazy question to ask Ronnie if no. he was gay. If he would no. Mike Perlman. It's not a crazy question. No, here's also... another... Wait, wait. Stop. Go stop. Ahead. I'm stopping. Stop. Yep. Here's, another, here's another one. This is, if, uh, if Gary Delabate was standing there. And a guy had a gun to his head, and the yeah. guy said, to, "You got to blow Gary now to save would his you life." Do it to, would you do it to save his life? Where did he you come say? up with this shit? Well, what'd you say? What was your answer? I said yes. You yeah, would. One, one <laughs> I would. You wouldn't answer. Gary's I, dead, huh? Howard? Can I tell you something? If there was a guy holding a gun to Gary's head, and the guy says, "Hey, you got to blow Gary right in front of me," I'd say, "Kill him." I'm not Bye, Gary. Gary is what you'd say. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd say no. that's on you, dude. I don't think you should kill Gary, but if I'm not blowing you to save Gary's life, that's the answer. Okay. Well, that's you. But that's uh, damn that's right. You. That's me. That's, but that's, what, kind, uh, what kind of a fucking question is that? What's it's a good an question. interesting what? question. No, that's not a good question. It's I think it's a good question. question. It's an interesting question. Let me ask you question. something. Mike, would you blow Gary to save his life? No. Me You're neither. full of shit, Perlman. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> I would not only blow Gary, I'd blow the guy shooting Gary. <laughs> Gary's had a nice life. He doesn't need that. Ah, real nice. Very nice. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Mike. Well, how does it make you feel knowing, like, out of all the dudes, Ronnie wants to fuck you if he's gay? Yeah. You know what that means, yeah. Mike? You're top to of mind. That. Top of mind. He, when any question is asked, he's thinking about you. And Ronnie well, wants to be you? on top of him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that what he said? He yeah, wants to, he be wants to ride him like he wants to ride him like a bull and like I never oil said him that. up. Blit, blit. Don't, don't and I make now. him come. Don't perform because I never said that. That's what true. did you say? Like why? Why? Why, why do you want to fuck Mike Perlman if you're gay? Like why not me or why? Why, why Mike? I have no idea. I just, just bullshit. Bullshit. I don't you like his personality. Is it his personality? Is it his arms? What is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the, I'm telling you, it's yeah. the body, the bullet hole. No, come on. Why? Turns why me, did you? Why did on. you answer? Why did you answer Mike Perlman? I don't know. I that's you just, know popped it popped into my head. Is he the is he the hottest guy here? I, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know. Then what? Why would you answer? Then his who name? is the hottest guy? I don't know. He doesn't want to oh, think now, about it. You now don't you know why. Like, now you're Blit. sounding like fucking Blit. Now this is going to no. stop. Wait a second. <laughs> Blit comes up to me and says, which guy do you want to fuck on the staff if you were gay? And my answer is, fuck you 
I don't want to fuck any of these guys because <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. gay. Rodney's got to go, head already. I, you, you go, I want to fuck Mike Perlman. All right. You, you had to come yeah. up with an answer. You came up with it. I admire yeah. You had there's an no answer. Reason for it. There's no what? reason. You just no, Mike Perlman, at a, at, and then when you were hypnotized, you were talking about fucking Mike Perlman. Mike and you don't know Perlman. why. No. Is, you don't know. Is it? Do you like his physique? Dude, come on now. Be honest. Stop it. Be honest. All right, you're embarrassed. All right, that's uh, it. I'm not embarrassed. Right, I guess you don't want to say why. Well, I'm not embarrassed. I don't have an answer for it. He's what hard, is Ronnie's for sure hard. I just right answered now. Mike Perlman because I wanted to shut Blit up. I would jerk him most, off. What's Mike's most attractive feature? I'll ask you that. Oh, his personality. His balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Ronnie likes that Mike kind of sounds like a young Ronnie. He talks from, you know, he's from Queens area. He's, he's like, he sees himself in him only instead of like a little midget guy, Mike's like big and Ronnie aspires to that. Oh, big It'd be oh, like yeah. fucking myself. Right. A little midget guy. No offense. Yeah. Okay. Mike, are you kind of like, uh, are you proud that Ronnie, like, does it make you feel nah. good? Not at all. Doesn't? No. <laughs> no, but I mean, does it, like, does it validate you in some way? Like, hey, I'm a pretty good looking guy. Ronnie wants to fuck me. Not yeah, really. bend over, buddy. If it was coming from a, a hot a hot chick, it'd be it'd be a different story. But coming from Ronnie, no, <laughs> it's a little disturbing. <laughs> Does it make you feel funny about Ronnie? <laughs> a little bit, it's a little, you know, especially him be, too. He's be a so nervous around him. He now? comes off, See, yeah, like he talk. It's like weird. Like I'll talk to Ronnie as like a man, like you know, we'll talk about something with cars or something. I'll ask him a question about cars or whatever, and then back of my head, I'm thinking like you know. Scott wants to fuck me. <laughs> He's such an asshole. You got a V6 I'll... in your car or V8? And then but in the back of my mind, he's, you know, talking about fucking, you know, all this guy. Right. Oh, yeah, let's refresh. Yeah. Hemi was a great yeah. car. Can I blow you? <laughs> here's a, uh, here's a, as a reminder, when Ronnie was under hypnosis, remember he was a girl named Angelina. Yeah. He wanted to fuck Mike Perlman. And this is very intriguing. I think. Here we go. Okay, Angelina. Who's the guy on the staff you really want to fucking tell me what you do to him? Well, he kind of, he's kind of like a behind the scenes guy. So I don't, I don't know if anybody would know who he was. That's the problem. Mm, who is it? <laughs> it's just oh. us. <laughs> he's fucking smoking hot. Who is <laughs> smoking it? hot? Who is it? Mike Perlman. Mike Perlman? Mike Perlman. <laughs> what would you do to Mike Perlman? <laughs> He's, he's rugged, tough. right? He's rugged. Yeah. He's got shot. He got shot. Right. <laughs> shot. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy, you know? Right. He'd fuck his brains out. Oh! That would be like, see, you would be like, I say clear your calendar for the day. He would be a weekend deal. <laughs> <laughs> I would put Sal's cock on Perlman's body. <laughs> All right, look. Wow. A little uncomfortable in here now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's suddenly weird. I have nothing to say. Uh, hey, Mike. Uh, Ronnie, like who's my runner-up? Who comes after me? It was Chris. He oh, nobody. He, yeah, you know, Chris. You yeah, said yeah, you would Chris. fuck Chris because you know he has good experience with penis and, and, right. and sex. Oh. Him, and Chris, him and Chris used to always flirt, too, in the hallway. Oh, yeah? What He's, was that like? I'm, Chris has said it before. I think that, you know, Ronnie used to, I th Chris, he may have slapped his ass, but if not, <laughs> talk about it at least. <laughs> oh my not God. Not denying any of this, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
All right, listen. Ronnie, uh, thank you. Uh, good job, Mehmet, covering Ronnie and Stephanie in Los Angeles. And uh, Ronnie, it did seem a little angry in Los Angeles, but when he smoked the weed, he seemed a lot happier singing Surf City. Yeah. And uh, Ronnie, you, you still claim you are happy in Vegas and you're having a, the time of your life, right? Oh, we're, we're enjoying it. I don't, you know, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. Okay. You're not enjoying, enjoying Los Angeles. You enjoy Vegas. You don't want to yeah. be there. Okay. Right. Okay. Thanks, Robin. No, I'm just right. getting it clear. Yeah, it's clear. She's writing this all down for an article. Yeah, I know. Writing. I know for the whole memoir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> memoir. That's a memoir. All right, uh, this is exciting. Right here, up at our Sirius XM studios, you're not going to believe it. Uh, he's doing a press tour. Christian Bale, the famous actor. You know Christian Bale. He was. He Batman. used to be Batman. Uh, he said he wanted to just come on and say hello to us, that he's a fan, and uh, just uh, just give, give him a couple of minutes to, to... He actually wanted to say hello to us. Uh, Christian Bale, for, uh, famous actor, man who's known for gaining and losing weight for roles. He's so committed to everything. Hi. Hey, how, how are you? How are you doing, Howard? Pleasure. Absolute pleasure to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> Robin and I are both big fans. How are you doing, Robin? Good to see you. Hi. Pleasure. You, you, Absolutely. uh, do I have it right? The next movie you're doing is you're going to play Thor, uh, or you, you're going to be in the Thor movie playing Gore the God Butcher? What's that about? I am, yes, yes. I, uh, you know, I wanted to do that movie, um, because it's like, you know, I've been, I've been Batman, right? I've done that. Yeah. People, uh, people love me, I think. I think, you know, people, people trust Batman, and, and it's interesting to get into a role where, uh, you know, maybe this character shouldn't be trusted. You know, and it's it's another um it's another opportunity to to kind of lose weight, get a bit emaciated, and um kind of get into a new body. Well, let know. me ask you about that. You're you're, yeah. you're incredible because uh, you gain and lose weight. Like you've lost up to a hundred pounds, and uh, then you'll get like what was that movie you were um like you bulked up for Batman, and then in the Machinist you went down to a hundred twenty pounds. So. 119 pounds. I, I actually, I, they, they always record that differently. Um, yes, no, that, and that was nothing. You understand? And you're, that, hey, right? my opinion, you're one of the best actors out there. I want to know what, what's the key? What is the key? Tell my audience if they're thinking of becoming actors. How do you get that great? Yeah. Mr. Bale, how, how, how do you become a great actor? Sacrifice. That's it, Howard. Some people think, some people think that acting is, is telling a story, right? You know what I call those people? Cowards. What? Cow cowards, Robin. Cowards oh. is what I call them. You want to go play dress up and make believe? That's fine. Do that. There's plenty of room to do that in community theater. But if you want to go for the gold, that little gold man, that 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 little fellow we call Oscar, okay, you have to commit to losing weight to become the character. It's a small sacrifice to dedicate yourself to the craft and the reality. Well, that's a good answer. And uh, for those of you who are dying to get into show business, um, you know. Mr. Bell is saying that you've got to make sacrifice and, um, and, and, and what about, weight? what about, and lose the weight and gain the weight and, and, and what about your health? I, I imagine I even worry about your health because, uh, you know, it, that can't be good for you. It's, you know, it's, it's all right. Now. Don't worry about me. Okay. I, I've, I've done, you know, I've done all right myself. Um, people worry about my health all the time. They say, Christian, you're going, you're going to die, you know, going up and down like this. I should be so lucky. Okay. Dying is a surefire way to win an Oscar, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, me and Heath Ledger, we were both good in the dark nights, no, undeniable. We were both absolutely wonderful, but only one of us got the trophy. 
And by God, the trophy, I mean, you know, he literally physically couldn't, but he's a lucky chap. I mean, can you hold on for one second, Howard? I'm sorry. This is unprofessional of me to stop the interview. I, I respect you. I mean, you're like a, you're like a James you. Lipton with a dirty mouth. You know I mean? I appreciate you very much. Uh, but it's freezing in here. And I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to shut off my mic real quick and get some help with the temperature. One second. Go ahead. Christian Bell will be right back. Which one of you cock-sucking motherfuckers <laughs> adjusted the thermostat? Answer me. Was it you, Greg? Was it fucking you? It says I said 72 and it's 71. 71's not 72, is it? Is it, Greg? No wonder you're making minimum fucking wage to hold a microphone on a pole like a fucking imbecile. You're a monkey is what you are. Now, God damn it. Fuck. Mr. Bale. <laughs> Mr. Bale, oh. your mic is on. Your mic was on. We could hear you. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. I'm muted. Yeah, we Howard, heard every word. I'm what? so terribly sorry, Howard. I'm embarrassed. No, that was that was unprofessional of me. That's not that's not who I am, Howard. Everything's right. fine, right. okay? My yeah, own, I don't go my, for that. You, well, listen, listen. You, you you haven't been in these in these roles. It takes so much. All right, I'm down to the point now. For this next role, I am currently only eating. Maca root and horny goat weed. That's what I'm doing right now. That's literally okay, my entire well, my entire diet. Okay, but, 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 I hear you talking about acting and weight loss and all that kind of stuff. It can become an obsession, for God's sakes, can it? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, especially young actresses. They they okay, they. Well, uh, well anyway, you I, were saying no, if you if you're yeah. if you're an actress, you've already got an eating disorder. You know, what I mean, make it work for you, okay? <laughs> make right. it work like Natalie Portman, you know, in Black Swan, wonderful weight loss performance. Okay, turn right. lemons into lemonade, and by that I mean throw the lemonade in the trash so you can be a double zero. Okay. Anyway, yeah, just uh, but, but, don't well, be well, a well, fat pig. You know. Right. Right. Well, wow. Uh, what's that noise what's, I hear? What is that? Hold on. Is it? Excuse me? Are you touching the fucking microphone again? I, I know I heard something. I'm trying to talk to Howard fucking Stern. He's muted, but I will unmute him and I'll get Howard to tell you to shut the fuck up. Will you listen to Howard? Because clearly you won't listen to me, Greg. What is, do I need to talk to you like your fucking mum? What's your mum saying? Hey, 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 Greg. Won't you turn the fuck, won't you get the fuck away from my microphone? Is that how your mum talks to you? Is that what it's going to fucking take? Fuck let me off. talk to you about, Mr. Bell, let me talk to you quick, because I know you have a minute yeah, time. Let me yeah. talk to you about Batman, Batman the movie. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. First of all, thank you for saying Batman, because the title of the movie is The Batman, and that's yeah. fucking pompous. Okay, that disregards me, and more importantly, George Clooney. That's what do you think up. of Robert Pattinson as Batman? Oh, please. R Robert fucking shiny vampire boy. Look, look. Robert's not fully committed to his craft, is he? I lost 40 pounds and 9% body fat for Batman. Robert didn't lose a single pound. He didn't commit. His Batman voice is preposterous. How are you going to not know he's Batman? How are you not going to know he's Batman if he talks the same? It's child's play. Remember mine? Remember how fucking transcendent it was, yeah, Robert? It was good. You remember? I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Do it, I'll please. Do it. I love People love when you is Batman. You see what I'm saying? It's fucking transcendent. It was unique. It was definitely unique. I right. love it. People Thank don't you. know what to do when they hear it. On set, yeah. it was completely silent after every take. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, 
you, you are completely unique. Speaking of fucking silence, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> oh. Why is there even a fucking boom mic? I got a boom mic. Here's a podcast. Why don't you go do an ad for fucking me undies, you piece of shit? Oh, this isn't hey. a film production. This is how it's fucking stirred. Who is this guy, Greg, you keep yelling at? My God. All right, listen. My least favorite person on the planet. Listen, it's not his fault, okay? He's a child, all right? They put right. me with children is what they tend to do. And I don't normally do this, all right, Howard? I, I really, I don't. I, this has been a bad example of who I am, who Christian Well, listen, I, I don't want to hold you here. I know they told me you have to go. And I know you're, uh, you got your new movie coming out. Thank you for stopping by. Good luck with hey. Thor and, and, and playing that character. It sounds it's absolutely sounds great. Maybe you'll here. get Thank the you. Academy Award for this one. Maybe. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you know, it would be my second. Let's, let's remember to, um, fucking acknowledge the ones before Robin, okay? I'm but sorry, first of all, sorry, Robin, sorry. let's get started on you a little bit. All right. It's the Howard fucking Stern show, isn't it? It's not Robin Quivers. I fucking quiver. Right, Will you interrupt me? All right? Hey, that I won't stand for. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Um, it's the diet, Howard. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you. And and you good talking to you. about the one you won. Sorry. That's right. I, 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 I appreciate it. it you drop by. Mailman. I don't have notes in front of me. The mailman's there. Fuck off. I'm not the mailman. Paper. Is, I'm in the middle of a fucking radio show. <laughs> Fuck. Mailman. Really All right, take it. Maybe maybe eat a sandwich. It'll cheer up. Okay, there he is. I, I uh, love this great actor. But thank you very much. Thank you. That is nice. Eat a gummy. Maybe <laughs> that'll mellow you out. Unbelievable, no, Trevor. You're you're on the air in Florida. What's up? <laughs> Sounds like Ronnie Christian Bell, right? I know hey. he needs uh, something to calm him down. Maybe some maca root. Or uh, <laughs> horny goat weed. Yeah, Trevor. He said that's all he's eating. Maybe that's a problem. Yeah, Go ahead, yeah. Thanks, for taking my, thanks for taking my call. This is my first time. Uh, I just was calling in. We need to strip Michael Rappaport of all his titles with the show. What Who? title does he have? Michael Rappaport. So just for an example, he got COVID, what, I think January. And I was on my Instagram and I was trolling him just like he does with Gary on the show. I was using even his own vernacular as well. Um, oh, you stupid, stinky animal. I was going back and forth, and he couldn't respond. So finally, he got, comes off of his um, 24-hour ban, you know, and he posts me on his Instagram, you know, for the world to see all two million of his big fans. And then uh, so he goes now. My parents own a restaurant. And he tags their business and goes into the DMs now and starts going back and forth that he's going to start leaving terrible Yelp reviews and all this, and he's going to tear down my family business, all because I did the same thing that he does to the show, to Gary, to him, and he can't take it. All right. Well, Trevor says he's having a social media feud with Michael Rappaport. Uh, Trevor trolled Michael Rappaport, and now Michael Rappaport is fighting back by leaving bad reviews of his parents uh, eating at his restaurant. Yeah. Yes. So uh, you're shocked that Michael came back at you? I mean, what, what you should know yeah, better. If you're gonna... um, yeah, I'm shocked. That Why, well, I mean, what's with you? Way. If you're gonna if you're gonna fight with somebody, you can expect they're gonna come back at you. It's like saying, "Hey, I walked up to a guy and punched him in the face, and then he had the nerve to punch me back." Yeah, but you're gonna pull in my uh, family restaurant that you've never eaten at. Of like, course he is. I'm out of Tampa. Like he has no tie-in at all. Like there's no, you know what I mean? Like what does that have to of do with? Oh, are there rules is. to this? There's no I rules didn't know there to were fighting. Rules. 
That's like saying, well, hey, I got in a street fight with a guy and he hit me over the head with a bottle. I can't believe he brought a bottle into the fight. You, okay. you understand what I'm saying? No, you made yeah, a good I mean, point. I you're starting in with a guy. Of course he's going to fight back. My question is to everybody out there. How does Michael have time to do acting? Uh, I mean, he's so busy with the social media. I don't know how this guy has so much time. But thank you, Trevor. I wouldn't be too shocked by all of that. Let's go to Tom. Tom in New Jersey. What's on your mind? Mr. Stern. Yo, hey. yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Uh, what's up is my weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why you um, eat so much? I, 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 I just wanted to tell you... You, you saved my life. I didn't put a gun in my mouth because of you. Me? 20, I mean, of, yeah, of in course. In 2015, I had a massive stroke. I'm 73 hmm. years old. Okay. And uh, I can't do anything for myself. I can't dress myself. I can't wash myself. My wife has to do all that. Oh, that's the worst. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm married for 50 years, five zero years. Wow. That's another. And I'm a Vietnam vet. Vietnam vet. Well, yes, first sir. of all, I'm sorry to hear about all of this. It's uh, the worst thing that could happen to anybody. Now, were you an overweight guy? Is that what you think, did you? In? No, they said it's my heart. I had that heart condition where you get a, a, a stroke from. And it's the worst thing that you lose your whole life. My dad had a couple of strokes. Man, my dad. Well, I don't want to take away from your time, Tom. Uh, first of all, thanks for serving, and uh, I'm sorry you're going through that. You, you say you can't even wipe your own ass, huh? And and, and that's got to be horrible to have the woman you love. Uh, have no, to I can wipe my ass. I can't dress myself, and I can't wash myself. So I what does she do? Does she put you in the tub and, and bathe you? What does she do? Yeah, I get in the shower, and she washes me. I'm standing there, and she washes me. Hmm. Is that the worst feeling in the world? Like you want to just have your, you just want to have your time to yourself to wash yourself and all that. Yeah, and the other what? thing is, I haven't had sex in ten years because of this. Can you get hard? No, I haven't had a hard on in ten years either. Let me ask you this, uh, Tom, because yeah. it sounds awful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when you had the stroke, you couldn't move your hands anymore, your arms. No, my left side went out, my whole left side, and I'm left-handed, and I can't uh, use my left hand any longer. So what the fuck do you do all day? I mean, it's like it sounds like you got to just kind of sit there. Yeah, well, I sit here and I watch the fucking television, which is horrible. Oh. Right. And what I do you watch? You, and I listen do you to watch, you. Do you watch Idol? That'll cheer you up. I watch Idol. No, I watch all the uh, comedy sitcoms. I need, I need comedy in my life. Do you ever get outside? Do they do they ever take you outside for some fresh air? Yeah, I can go outside. I like I said, I can walk, but I can't walk far, and I use yeah. a cane. But that's it. And now, how come you can't get hard? In other words, your penis was on that side. Like like that got affected. Like in other words, the day you had the stroke, it wouldn't get hard anymore. No, it wouldn't get harder. I think maybe it's some medication they had me taken because I used to have uh, seizures too. Do you ever go down on your wife, like, just to, like, uh, please her? Years ago, but not anymore. Yeah. It's like punching an open window now. Oh, it's that big, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's an older lady, you know, it can happen. You know what I'm but saying? She, but she's real nice. I've been working with Double D's 
all our marriage. What do you do? Do you do you ever like just suckle her breast or anything sexual with her? Yeah, a little bit. I try to do anything, but she wants nothing to do with it because I can't really go far. What about holding a vibrator on her clit? No, she wouldn't go for that, definitely. Really? Yeah, because I, think I want like, to get to that little man in the boat. But you I got that right cool. hand. You could, um, you know, rubber titties and then maybe uh, take the vibrator and slosh it around down there. <laughs> slosh it. <laughs> <laughs> would yeah, you but... ever, would you be okay with her having sex with someone else? What, did you, like, if, if, like, you just say, hey, look, I can't do anything. Let's, let, let no, go. no, not at all. Unless she right. lets me have sex with someone else. Right, right. But, well, uh, now you say you really did try to do yourself in, and then the show came on, and and then you were uh, you were happy. Yeah, I was. I lost you for a while, but I've been listening to you guys since uh, the uh, the AM days, and I listened, and I got you back on my iPhone, and nice. it, I was so happy to get you guys back. You got some crew there, man. That's some fucking crew I got. Yes, sir. How you like that Ronnie with the fucking sex and the weed? <laughs> you smoke any weed? I used to smoke heavily. No what more. about when you were in Nam? Did you smoke weed there? Oh, yeah, heavily. I saw, that's you... where I started drinking. And when I came home, I became an, I'm an alcoholic now. But I could blame you. On top of it. Dude, I don't blame you. How old were you when you went to Vietnam? 18. Exactly. Imagine me at 18. I mean... 18, you're like a child. You yeah, go you to Vietnam. You're right. And you were probably like, what the fuck am I doing shooting at these people? They didn't do anything to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you start drinking in order to get through the day because you see your buddies dying, right? Oh, yeah. When I got home, I was still drinking because you have a lot of memories. And you can't wash those away even no matter how much you drink. Yeah, I was drinking a hell of a lot. How much would you drink in a day when you got back from Vietnam? I go to a fifth of uh, JD every day. Not every day, every because when you do a fifth of JD, you're about hardly able to stand up. You're falling off the rug. Isn't it weird when you before the stroke you could stand up, but you took so much alcohol you couldn't stand up, and now you can't stand up, and yeah, all you want to do stroke, is stand up. Before the stroke, yeah. I was running. And I was riding my bicycle, and that gives you a lot of freedom on a bicycle. Does it hurt when you have the stroke, or you don't know what's going on? No, you don't know what's going on. I just walked into the room, and I see myself in a reflection in one of the uh, photographs that are on the wall. And I could see my mouth going over, and I just collapsed like a deck of cards. You just collapse. And my wife Jeez. called 911, thank God. And they came and brought me to the hospital, and I had to get a, a special shot or something to let your blood run again. So you don't feel anything except when you fall. You hope you don't hit your head or anything. But the seizures do the same thing. Do you bother looking at porn at all? Or because you can't get it up, do you say, fuck it, I'm not going to look at porn because I can't come? Yeah, that's true. I used yeah. to look at porn. I had a friend that had a special basement set up where we had like hundreds of hundreds of porn movies, and we would watch them down there. Where is that yeah. basement? I'm looking for that basement. <laughs> you and your friend watched the porn movies together? Oh, yeah. When you got back from Nam? 
Yes. And he's been my friend since the fourth grade of grammar school. My best friend. And he's what's the is. most fucked up? What's the most fucked up thing you saw in Vietnam? Guys laying on the side of the road moaning and calling for their parents and their mother. Things like that. Dude. Yes. That's fucked up. It's very fucked up. It's very fucked up. What kind of gun did you carry over there? M16. Which wow. was good. Is it? It gets the job done? Oh, yeah. Very much. I wish I had an AK-47, though. I thought that they were better. Right, right. I see. Well, listen, Tom. Yes. I could talk to you all day. Thank you, man. You know? You sound like yes, a good sir. dude. Yes, sir. Yeah, what are you going to watch man. today? What are you going to watch on TV today? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look for a Western, probably a John Wayne. A I you like John Wayne. I would, oh, yeah. uh, I would stay away from any kind of violence shit if I yeah, was. Gonna, really? I thought yeah. a cowboy movie would be good. Yeah. A Western. You watch The Bachelor at all? No, not at all. You got to watch it. It's the greatest. I got to. In fact, I'm going to talk to Robin about it in a minute. Yeah, Did you the come only close? I watch like that or like Naked and Afraid. Ah. Uh, yeah. I watch that. It was the most shocking season of The Bachelor ever, I have to tell you. And, you know, really, really yeah, shocking. It huh? really was. It really was. <laughs> Did you watch. Um, you don't watch Idol, huh? No, sir. No, How sir. close. Did you come close to dying in Vietnam? Like, did they, um, did you ever have a close run-in with death? I don't know, sir. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Well, okay, thank God for well, that. Well, that's lucky. You know, yeah, I was, I was too busy drinking this drink that they that they brewed with opium leaves. And that put you away. No shit. You mean... Yeah, I think they called it mockley. Mockley. And in other words, it's alcohol mixed with opium. Yeah, it's cooked with opium leaves. That's like when weird. you're that must when knock you out. When you're that high in Vietnam, do your commanding officers ever like bust your balls about it or are they just like, Hey, I don't blame this kid. He's eighteen years old. He might as yeah, well. Yeah, they let high. you go. They let you go. They don't really because there were guys that are much worse. Yeah. God. No wonder we lost that war. What Everybody a waste was fucked of up. Human Life yeah. and time on this planet. Oh, yeah. Did you ever, like, have to go into the jungle for a full day? And, like, what's the worst part of that? I would think the mosquitoes. Yeah, the mosquitoes and the rain. Uh, right. That brings up the mosquitoes heavy. Do you ever um, have sex with any um, hookers? Oh, yeah. How is that? Yeah, it's not the same. It's... Uh, like I like to, I like making love. They don't do right. that. They, all they want to do is get laid. Like how quick? Like that? Right. How much does it cost in Vietnam to you know back in those days? Not anymore, but back yeah. in those days, like what would you have to pay to get laid? Uh, Two dollars. Really? Jesus. Oh, yeah. And then what? You walk in the room and and everyone just gets naked real quick and it's over in three seconds. Yeah. Sort of like mm. that. Yes. Yeah, I feel like my life, my life is done, done. That's why I was I was uh, 
considering taking myself off. But then when I listened to you guys again, I figured that's the, that's how it should be. And I think, wow, Howard did what he wanted, and he made it. I, I said, you should do that. Do the hookers act like they enjoy it at all, or do they... Um, or, or is it... There, that's it. Jesus. What a scene, huh? Two dollars, oh, yeah. you don't get much acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I offered Robin two dollars. She threw me right out of the room. <laughs> I'll give her four dollars. <laughs> or five dollars. What's the, five? in your opinion, Tom, what yes. is the best, most realistic movie about Vietnam? Uh, damn, I forgot the name of that fucking movie. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, oh. that's what I thought you mm. were going to say. Yeah. yeah um, what's worse, having a stroke or being in Vietnam? Well, right now I would say having a stroke. I would right. go back there because I was in I was in shape back then. That's another thing I miss going to the gym. I can't do anything like to keep myself in shape. Can't you get uh, if you go to the VA? Can't you get some kind of physical therapy? Maybe they could uh, help you with that. Yeah, yeah I was, but, I was you know, on when physical you're... therapy for a long time, but the insurance yeah. ran out, and then and then with the COVID, you can't go any longer. Right, right. Yeah, because right. you got pre-existing conditions, yeah. But even so, his left side will never develop any muscular uh, development. Because Robin, you're so negative. I'm yeah, simply saying, left, left like, handed. you could have half a body that, you know, maybe had some muscle, but the other half won't. I wish I was right-handed because I can't write anything or anything like that. Right. Yeah, that sucks. I was left-handed. I feel for you, Tom. I, I hear you. And I understand why you got so despondent, but I'm glad in some way that you say just listening to our show makes you happy because yeah. I know what you mean. Like the physical act of writing and all that kind of stuff. Like I enjoy painting and writing and stuff and you can't do that kind of shit. Yeah. I'd like to write down my thoughts and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's not the same. Uh, I, I, I get Talking you. Hey, here's, into a tape recorder doesn't do it. No. Here's Toby. He's a Vietnam vet. Hey, Toby, what up? Hey, how's it going, Howard? Um, okay. Not a Vietnam vet, but Iraq War. Okay. Thank but, you. But, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was injured when I was 19 years old. Uh, fell out of a helicopter, fell 60 feet, ended up in a wheelchair. Wow. Uh, wasn't supposed to walk again, but, you know, I don't want to disparage anybody, but, you know, these guys that get these injuries uh, and these life changing events they can have a really good life i'm walking now and doing things that i i used to be able to do because i let my mind remember those things and i worked really hard to get out of that fucking chair and it yeah. was really important to me um yeah, I, keep, I keep trying to think of my past when i was a kid and i was growing you know up I, in jersey city and i had a great time back then I get that, but the VA, as bad as it's been over the years, has so many resources to get your oh, yeah. life back together through therapy, physical therapy, all of that stuff. I need mental it, therapy. You can overcome. You can, yeah. And I me I too. Years in therapy. <laughs> hey, dudes! Let's I wasn't even go. in this. Let's all go to the VA. Sounds great, dudes! I wasn't even in the service, and my psychiatrist told me yesterday I need to add two more days a week. What do you Again? think of that? 
You're going you get, up in again, days? Yeah, you guys think you're fucked up. You should see me. <laughs> Imagine I went to Vietnam. He was I'd in the out war of, of his life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in a different kind of war. what you want. You live your own life. Nobody could tell you wrong if you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, well, to Toby, I like that you called in. And, Tom, maybe, you know, maybe Toby's on to something. Maybe, maybe like... Um, maybe do check out the VA again and see what they yeah. have to offer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have my wife do that. A lot in the last she time. does everything for me. She makes the doctor's appointments, gets my medicine, cooks my food. That's why I'm yeah. saying you ought to put the vibrator on her a little bit. Yeah, she's a great woman. <laughs> yeah, I would really do it for her. Like she's under a lot of stress now, flipping out. You don't you don't know who you marry until you live with them under stress. Mm. Let me tell you, a lot of women would have left. You got a good woman there, that's for oh, sure. Oh yeah, definitely. She tells me about all the women friends of hers that couldn't take it anymore, and they left. But I always yep. tell her the uh, caretaker always has it worse than the patient. Yeah, absolutely. I can attest to that. Oh yeah. You you got a wife. I I put my wife through hell when everything was taken away from me, my career. She she survived me, and as far as I'm concerned, she's she's a better person than I am for oh, yeah. sticking with me, and she's still with me. You're damn right. A lot of dudes would leave their wife if the shoe was on the other foot. If I could, I would, but I'm, I can't, I'm not allowed to drive anymore or anything else. I can't escape. It's like I'm, I was sentenced, and I have no parole. Yeah, yeah, so, I hear you. It sucks big time. Yeah, you need you need to like be in uh, therapy. Um, I'm I'm already like they tell me I need it seven days a week. You need it nine days a week. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I gotta have a psychiatrist live in a house with me. By the way, you guys are like this right now. On the show is the ghost of John McCain. You know, he was a great war hero. He served in Vietnam. He was locked oh, in yeah. a tiger cage. He wants to talk to you guys for a second about his experience in Vietnam. Here he is, the ghost of John McCain. Yes, John. Howard, I have many memories of Vietnam. You know, uh, for $3, a girl named Ping ate my rear end. <laughs> wow. For 50 All right. well, cents, <laughs> I could watch them take a poo. And for wow. a pack of Marlboros, two girls urinated on me. You know, how I, much therapy were you? I All right, thank you. All right, got enough. a blumpkin okay. for one piece of Werther's. <laughs> All right. All right. The ghost of Senator John McCain. Yeah. Put a little levity into it. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you need therapy. I'm telling you, Tom. It'll help you and maybe get you in a better place. Yes. It it's would. helped me. I got to tell you, though, I learned yesterday my therapist is on the Forbes 400 list. <laughs> uh, he, that's how much it took for me i can't imagine if i had gone to vietnam how much therapy oh I need. my goodness you dudes are two real men it's an honor to talk to two real men you know so often in my life i'm treated like a woman uh, we're you a real man thank you well real men usually ignore me but uh being on the phone here with you guys i feel like i'm in a club or something you're, like I'm, yeah you feel like you're part yeah. of the group yeah, uh, yeah yeah i feel like i was I'm, gonna I'm, ask you the other day to... did you enjoy the opening of spring training uh, yeah in front of these guys yeah <laughs> it was spring training but you know listen toby you're a vet tom you're a vet and and also tom it's got to feel good for you to be speaking to toby you know what i mean that's what you oh, do yeah. little, you know what yeah, i'm saying like camaraderie 
Yeah, like, you don't have ch- a support group like that or anything. You could do that. Yeah, I could. Do, I try to get in touch with old guys that I know, but I can't find them. You know what? There's like this guy Toby out there. You just got to reach out. Yeah. yeah, like Tom, this guy Toby. Yes. Got dropped on his head from a helicopter for Christ's sake, and look, they told him he'd never walk again, and he did it. How'd you oh, fall yeah. out of a helicopter, by the way? Well, long story short, I was repelling from the hel- from the helicopter, and and uh, some equipment failed, and I just oh. kept on going. Let me ask you a question. So you're repelling yeah. from the helicopter, which is so fucking manly, I can't even handle it. When you were doing that. And the equipment fails, and then all of a sudden you're in free fall. Do you black out, or do you know you're falling to the ground? Well, a lot of a lot of traumatic things like that. People will actually lose uh, that memory, and I'm one of them. I don't remember hitting the ground. I don't. I mean, I remember coming out of the helicopter. I remember burning my hands because I was trying to hang on to that rope. Um, but I don't remember hitting the ground. I, I woke up in the hospital, and that's where I spent the next eight months. Thank God. I have, My worst nightmare is, you know, like having one of those kind of, like getting hit by a car or something like that. And I go, what the hell must that feel like? But most guys like you say, you don't even know. Yeah, what I got it hit by like. a car that broke my uh, pelvis. Well, and you I don't no remember luck. getting hit or anything. Uh, 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 Tom, you, you got no luck. Yeah, all I remember is watching my dog running up the street and, le- and abandoning me. Hmm. He was my Do you ever... 16 years. Jesus, I swear, I, if this was queen for her day, you'd be winning right now. You'd have a whole new refrigerator. <laughs> do you Do you ever cry? Oh, yeah, I cry a lot. Good. Especially, say especially that's good. when I'm sitting here around the house. I think about, oh, what the fuck happened to my life? It's gone. I used to have a great life. Yeah. Shit. I wish I outgoing. Right. I, 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 I wish I was like Jesus and I could heal you. I wish you could, too. But now yeah. I was going to ask you, uh, you know that contest you had going on with somebody looks at a penis? Yeah. I was thinking, too bad you didn't have Bigfoot. Or uh, that little black kid. You look at theirs, it'd probably be interesting. Beetlejuice? Yeah, Beetlejuice and Bigfoot. Hmm. I don't know what we're talking about now, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> that, that penis contest you had. Where you oh, had that was 100 years penis. ago. Yeah, wait, that wait, was wait, like wait, last wait. week. Oh, they must last have re-aired week? it. I don't remember. They probably re-aired oh, the penis. Weeks, baby. Oh. Did you hear when High Pitch Eric got the blowjob? Oh yeah, he's a fucking asshole. I tell you. Why? I was. I wish I had that woman here with me. Oh yeah. my God, she she'll blow you in two seconds. I can tell you what, you will come. I bet you she could make. I bet she could make you come. But Better than Eric. Blow her head off. <laughs> Damn right, you'd blow her head <laughs> off. Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, definitely. I mean, I now, like it, would, would come I like I sitting. Came. Yeah. I'd blow a head off. I bet you in Vietnam when you were with those hookers, they were like, Jesus, this guy's coming like he's going to blow my head off. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. You think you got any kids running around in Vietnam? Who knows? Did you wear rubber? No, never. Never. 
Braille, you think I think that, about that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> we said that short arm uh, inspection, but I never caught anything. Oh. What's the inspection? They look at your penis, make sure you don't have any warts or, uh, you know, anything on it. They show you right. that you have a, a, an SID, an S, S, sexually STD. STD. Yeah. You're STD. telling me all the chicks you were with in Vietnam and you never got an STD? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. It's never did because I know some of the guys that I was with, they had it already. Right. So when you pay $2, you get a clean girl. <laughs> yeah. If you pay a dollar, you don't. <laughs> wow. You know what I like about this, guys? I like hanging out with vets, talking like I'm a tough guy, too. You like, know? you I just think... listen. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I wish I had. I wish. <laughs> Would you guys mind if I uh, did some um, of some of that what, phony valor or whatever it's called? And <laughs> Stolen acted valor. Like... You mind Stolen if valor. I... Would no, you guys I mind I you throwing those grenades in the, in the window with those kids and all? That, that was me. I blew <laughs> up a school. That was you. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember you telling that story. I wish I could be manly like like uh, Tom and Toby and like go. Yeah, man, I was repelling from a helicopter, and uh, yeah, fucking equipment gave out. Yeah, but you know, I'm. I mean, that's so masculine. Jesus Christ! You, do you guys see yourselves as tough guys? Not at all. No. Wow. I just see myself as a regular guy. We should get back to normal again. When you see these punks running around who around. throw away their lives, are you angry? Yeah, I, I think oh, they're just fucking off. nuts. Life is the most great, the greatest thing you could have, you could do. Life and right. sex. That's all you need. Right. What about yeah, you? Yeah, we're doomed with this generation. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Toby. Yeah. What about you? You get laid at all? I mean, when you were when you were in the, but, but I guess Iraq, Iraq was different. I don't think you'd get that, do you? No, you can't get laid over there. No, no, just hmm. camels. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you the can't camels drink look either. Nervous. <laughs> I heard you, you can't drink, drink in Iraq over there either. No alcohol. But yeah, I don't there wasn't supposed to be, but it happened. I don't have any good stories like you guys. Is that some What's that? Room? I'm sorry. What's that noise? I think that's my know. wife calling me on a cell. Oh, Jesus. Is she interrupting us? We're talking manly. I understand. You want to answer it? Uh, no, I'll talk to you for a while. All right. I don't want to fuck the show, break the, uh, the rhythm of the show. That's okay. I can wait. Oh, I'm she sorry. That's all right. You know, like you guys being yeah. all masculine and talking about Vietnam and Iraq and repelling and all that shit and having drinking problems. Like, I'm such a pussy. My dog fell in the pool. And my wife jumped in and saved the dog. And I just stood there like <laughs> yeah, a woman. Yeah, your wife would have a war story if she yeah. That's the worst thing you could do is lose your dog if he's your best friend. Mine yeah. was like 16 years I had him. And then he got cancer. And that was it. We had to put him uh. down. I cried like a baby then. I feel, you see, you're so fucking, you guys are so brave and I'm such a pussy. Like, like, like I went in a boat with Jimmy Kimmel and a swan attacked us and we both like, we ran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you guys would have handled the situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. And my service dog saved my life a few times. What I saved you? Yeah. My service dog. Oh yeah? 
Oh yeah, they're well trained. Yeah. Well, maybe trained. we could. Yeah. Well, well, maybe maybe Tom, we could get you a service dog. <laughs> yeah. No, because I don't. I can't drive, so I can't bring him to the vet, and I can't bring him to the groomer, so I'd be fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. always a way to do it, brother. You can get somebody to do it for you. I, I wish. It's I just could. another means of support. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Well, right. listen, guys, I guess I should go. I could do this all day. All right, Howard, look, I've been trying to get in touch with you since the AM days. And you were so, you were so terrific. You Anything I can so do terrific. for you? I mean, you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You're not going to kill yourself, right? No, sir. All right. For you, I wouldn't do it. And the but VA is going to take care of you, or what? What do you think? Yeah, I think they will. I, have, I, I can go to the VA, no problem. All right. I don't want anybody fucking with you. You've been through enough. Well, yeah, let us know how things are going. Yeah, I will. And thanks, and I'm gonna Toby. Yeah, Toby, you're a good man, too. I'm gonna, hey, guys, I'm going to try and do something kind of brave so I can get in on this. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's That'd that going to be, Howard? <laughs> what do you got in mind? I don't know. <laughs> I'm such a fucking... Well, Howard, I live near Fort Bragg. I'm actually watching the 82nd Airborne right now. They're jumping... There's 18 parachutes coming down right now. Come on out, and maybe I can get you in the There you go, I do some masculine stuff. I got a bunch of guys who served, and I hang out with them, and we go to the range. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then if you jump out of the pond, you might get to be a streamer. That's the guys whose parachutes don't open. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to Toby. (laughs) Dude. I'm so I'm so not like you guys. I can't even get a chaise lounge when I go on vacation. <laughs> Everybody disrespects me. Yeah, could you just get your right. set up and then we'll let you in the club. <laughs> I tell you, like, I, I just wish I had, like, uh, how's this? Sometimes when I'm walking around, I don't wear sunscreen. <laughs> That's not true. Stop That's lying. Wild. No, I, no wild. sometimes I, I, it's really, really, I really do. Yeah, sometimes oh I don't. I, I'm, God, I'm like, I you know, fuck it, that. man. I'm. I'm so I mad. Buy you a drink. <laughs> You're not still drinking, are you? No, sir. I can't with the medication. Right. I wish right, I could. Right. I wish I could smoke again. I was smoking my ass off, actually. And I have it. You can't have a little weed. I haven't, but I had a friend that gave me a uh, a brownie once, and I couldn't believe how high I was getting. It wouldn't stop. I didn't know where I was. I was in the kitchen, but I didn't know what I was doing there. Right. And did that make things better? Uh, afterwards, it did. I felt better. After I came well, that's back one of down. the things that need to be fixed in the VA, because the VA won't allow you to, to have any type of marijuana THC products. And no, really? Travesty because it, it can help. What, why are they, yeah, why are they standing in the way of that? Because it's against the, it's a federal law. And, and uh. so the, the federal government you know, gets on board with the whole thing that we can't have it as a as an avenue of of pain management. I live in yeah, pain I think every it'd be a day. political thing too. You live in pain hey, Toby. every day, Toby. Yeah. Is that what you were saying? Hey, Toby. Yeah. When you cool. when you yeah. were um when you were in there, did you ever have like hand to hand combat with a dude and then kill him? Yeah, a couple times. Wow. No kid, like hand to hand combat. I was a marine. Wow, how's that work though? Like you're on the ground and there's like there's warfare, and then some guy just jumps you. 
Well, when you're in an urban environment, uh, you know, just around the corner could be anything. You, you just don't know. And when it happens, you just react. You, you rely on your training, and you just do what you have to do. That's just the name of the game. Do they train you? Did they train you pretty extensively in hand-to-hand combat? Oh yeah, absolutely. They actually, <clears throat> excuse me. They actually have a martial arts program in the Marine Corps, and it's uh, it, it's pretty good. Wow. So when this guy tried, when this guy was it one guy, he tried to like jump you. Yeah, there were three of us going into a building, and and uh, there was a wow. couple guys in there. That's got to be the most frightening thing of all. <laughs> Yeah, it's not because you just don't think about it. Hey, Howard, Dude, if, you don't have time. Yeah. Do you mind if I if I stop talking? My hands is my uh, body's t- tensing up. You want to hang up? Yeah, would that be all right? Yeah, why? Because of this kind of talk? No, because my body is getting all t- tightened up. It's all full oh, you better go. Needles. You better go, man. We've had enough masculine talk for today. Feel better, okay, pal? Yeah, I'm going to call you back next week if that's okay. Call me back, yeah. I, I want to hear how you're doing, all right? Okay, man. Thank you, Howard. All right, cool. Hey, you know. By the way, you were good with him. Yeah. Toby, you were good with him. Yeah, he was. I like speaking to him. I thought you were going to be quiet. Oh, me? <laughs> Yeah, you. I thought you, you were going. It. Actually, your body. Yeah. I, was, I was going, but I didn't want to ruin your show. You're not ruining the show. I'm just saying. I, I thought you hung up, and I was like saying to Toby, you know, you were good with Tom. He needs more guys like you hanging around with him. Okay, man. I appreciate it. I love you, man. I love you too, pal. You take care, man. I right, take care. I'll see you later, Tobe. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye now. All right, Toby. That was pretty heavy, man. Thinking about you over in Iraq having to fight some dude. You know? That'd be shit. It is what it is. God, you're so masculine. (laughs) I'm not even fit to be on the phone with you. (laughs) No, you you know, in many ways, Howard, you're... I mean, without you, a lot of days would have been even more dark for me. I've been listening to you for a long time. Um, you know what, Toby? You, you make more of a you make more of a difference than you think you do. Toby, listen to this. I had to pee during the last break. I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I go, "You know what? I got to get a real manly haircut. This fucking big bozo hair I have, you know, with the big curls. I'm looking more and more like a woman. I I bet you got a masculine haircut. Yeah, I haven't had long hair since I was 18. Exactly. I said to my wife, I said, maybe I should get like a masculine haircut. Like I see these guys all walking around. I don't see anyone my age with my kind of hair. And she goes, no, 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 don't do it. I love your hair. This is what I'm thinking about. You're jumping, repelling and killing guys in hand to hand combat. And I'm fucking worried about a haircut. You're trying to get a trying to talk yourself into a manly haircut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid to get a manly haircut. You see what I mean? I should get a buzz cut like a gym teacher. Then maybe I'd be fit to talk to you. There you go. Man, Toby. I can't believe how you handle yourself. No weapons, nothing. This guy took a guy out. Yeah, you're a real motivator. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for your service is all I can say, because who am I? I'm sitting here looking at myself. <laughs> my, 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 
The only person with hair, like, I was, I said this the other day. The only person who has a haircut like mine at my age is uh, Rhea Perlman, the actress. <laughs> <laughs> and she's thinking of getting a manly hair. She's going to cut her hair. Jesus, Toby, it's unbelievable that you handled yourself in that situation. I, I would have been dead in that situation. I can't handle myself like that. I've been every fight I've ever been in, I lost. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's Imagine all, I was. It's all about the training. I need training. Yeah, you were talking about getting into shape. Maybe you should just be get that marine training. Fuck! I should have. I should have been a marine. I. You know what? I hope for you, Toby. Yeah. You're so. You're. You're such a hero. I hope women blow you constantly. Every time a woman sees you, that's what I hope. That's my wish for you. All right? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I got a wife for that. Thanks. Oh, okay. Well, then she should blow you. She's doing her service, too. Thank her for her service. Yeah. But, Toby, uh, thank yeah, you. Actually, do. thank you. And thank you for talking to my man on the phone there. because I think Yeah, that was great. Up. Thank you for calling yeah. in. Yeah. You're the man. Later. Well, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that. What was your rank? What that? What was your rank in the Marines? Oh, just a lowly sergeant. Oh, that ain't low. Better I could, better than I could. Do. You know what I do? You ever watch SEAL Team? I watch that. That's my trick. Yeah, I've watched it before. Yeah, David Boreanaz. Mm hmm. You like that show? Yeah, it's all right. Is it Is realistic? It's a little bit of Hollywood, isn't it? It's yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I, I pretend. I live near a special forces base, so there's there's a ton of special forces guys all over the place. Yeah, how are you looking out your window, seeing guys training? What's going on? I mean, where are you? Near Fort Bragg. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a big special forces army base, 82nd Airborne, and yeah. Uh, yeah, there's helicopters and everything flying over all the time. Yeah, I'm thinking about moving out there myself. So I can help you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like to live near Fort Bragg. Yeah. All right. You can hey, see Toby. some real men. <laughs> yeah, I like to look out the window and see some real I don't want Beth seeing any real men. Believe me. <laughs> you watch uh, The Equalizer? Uh, I've seen it. I don't watch it regularly. But I, I just have a, it's, I don't know, kind of a hard-to-watch program. Just yeah, not too. very I believable. Yeah, it's what hard to do believe. you watch? Why don't it's we hard start to, it's hard, it's hard to believe Queen Latifah can actually beat up people, but I'm with you on that. But I do watch it, you know. What do you right. watch? I mean, I, I, I'm sorry? He, he watches sports, you watch? Robin. He watches sports, of course. How do you know? No. He's, I'm trying he's to starting. find out what you should be watching as a man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a list. Could you send me a you list of what to... Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of the History Channel. That's, uh, yeah, that's... Right. All Pretty right. much it. Watch movies, but that's that's about it. I don't I don't really watch a whole lot of TV. All right, Toby. Thanks for calling in. I really do think you helped our friend there with his problem, Tom. And he's uh, you were a nice inspiration talking about how you rehabbed and after that horrible accident, you uh, can't believe the equipment failed. What the fuck is with in the military when equipment fails? I mean, you got to be pissed, right? I mean, they're supposed to have the top equipment. Am I correct? Yeah, but it, it it also depends on the branch of service that you're in because 
the Marine Corps, believe it or not, gets a lot of hand-me-downs um, mm-hmm. from the Army. At least that's how it used to be when I was in. But uh, well, it's bullshit. It, it happens. That stuff just wow. happens, and it happens to more people than just me. So, but uh, you know, to your mm-hmm. listeners, I hope I hope they got something from it because there's plenty of help out there. Um, I just hope they they get the help. I've been in some pretty dark days, um, mm. ready to eat a bullet myself because of the situation I was in. But uh, really, you know, with the right support, yeah, with the right support, you can get through anything. All right, Toby, that's a good lesson. All right, thanks, man. Thank you again for All right. being brave and defending our country. Thank you. Good man. That's thanks, a good Howard. man. Bye-bye, Toby. Now, that's a good man right there. That's a real man. I'm a real man, too, but in a different kind of way. Very different. Uh, yes, Tammy. Hey, Howard. How are you? Um, I got to say, I've been listening. <laughs> what happened? What happened? You there? Tammy? I'm here. I'm here. Hi. Oh. How are you? Well, we, Hi, well, we lost I, you. I have a I have oh, you know, serious as well. So. What do you have? Uh, sorry. I was going to ask you how I was had my serious on in the background. Um, I meant to ask you, I've been listening to the show for a while now, and I've noticed that, you know, with your going into see a psychiatrist pretty regularly, you seem to have developed some real insight. Um, I know it's when you talk to your guests, you sometimes will reference stuff like father hunger charms. I've never heard until... I looked it up, and I'm wondering if you've ever considered maybe going back to school and getting your degree in psychiatry, And because, um, you yes. know, I think that'd be yes, pretty I'm, interesting. A lot of people don't know this. I don't like to talk about it. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of medical school right now uh, with my major <laughs> being... Majoring in psychiatry, and uh, yeah, I'll be when I graduate. Can you imagine I should be, if you really yeah. did that, and somebody yes, writes a, in and they yeah. see Howard Stern. It's going <laughs> to be embarrassing. Hey, th- hey, my my psychiatrist played Fart Man in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying hang a shingle out. Yeah. I'm saying no, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yep. I'm saying maybe use it in your interviews. Like it'd be interesting to say, "Hey, yes. I'm talking to yes, Howard." Yes, I am. I am going back to medical school and having. A, I will be. You know, I'm having a problem getting into medical school because I don't have the grades. But my uh, my dad <laughs> just took a picture of me on a rowing Hold machine, on. and I'm going to get in on it. So I'll be Take I'll be there any day. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy is insane, obviously. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and by the way, when I do go into psychiatry, I will only be taking appointments in the afternoon after the radio show, after my nap, because I'll be a thousand years and old. And you won't do anything in the evening because you have to watch your shows. That's right. And, and I have my shows, like SEAL Team <laughs> 6, or whatever it's called. SEAL Team, SEAL Team. You know, sometimes I suffer from PTSD from being a judge on television. <laughs> and it's, it's really, I, you know, the worst part of being a judge on television for me was the sticky, the non-judging elements of being a judge. You sometimes have to stick it up. It's like the other night it was like, I'm watching Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan. Um all dancing because the guy auditioning was a ballet dancer and they're dancing and jumping on each other and i went oh god that's it there's my ptsd kicking down i said to beth 
Oh, your body shake. started to shake. <laughs> oh, it's, it's from a sugar high because there's so much sugar in the room when they do that. Oh, you have to like uh, constantly have banter and like they'd encourage me to mix it up with Howie and and yeah, there's got to be some some kind of chemistry among the group. They're all friends. They're doing everything together. And I didn't need the gig. So it was like I there was a lovely a producer there. What's the guy's name who used to be the producer? Jesus, it's terrible. Uh, what is his name? He's such a nice guy. Peter. Not Peter. No. Something like Peter. Is there a name like Peter? <laughs> <laughs> it was the pinnacle of mindlessness. Paul the producer. Telegdi. No, was that Paul. The guy? No, Paul was an executive, but he wasn't. Oh, okay. The, 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 the everyday producer. I can't think of his name. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. He's going to be upset. But, uh, you come in, he goes, well, come on, you, let's go downstairs. You'll, you'll mingle with the other judges. You talk to Heidi, how he's going to pop out of a cake. And I said, listen, uh, geez, I can't believe I'm spacing on the guy's name. I said, listen, you got to listen. You, you, you're a fan of mine, right? For years. I can't do that shit. <laughs> I, I signed on to be a judge and tell the kids what I think of their act. You know, I'll tell some puppeteer he can't do you shit. You weren't anxious to get out of your bed. To go play with Paul and no. um, uh, Heidi Howie. and Mel B. <laughs> Howie. Howie and No, Heidi Howie and loves Mel. that shit. I don't put them down for it. Look, they. I just didn't need the aggravation. And also, it's just not my thing. I hate that. And so, I was watching Idol and one of the nights, Luke Bryan. That's the guy's name. The country Luke guy's Bryan. name. Luke okay. Bryan. His wife did a prank on all the judges by being mm -hmm. an annoying stagehand. She was off camera eating chips and making noise. And then Luke Bryan got upset. And then he sees it's his wife and he's hugging his wife. And I'm like, oh, this is bringing back bad memories. Oh, the producer is Jason Raff. Thank you, guys. Terrible Jason Raff. I mean, you know at Jason. least I didn't work with him, Howard. I could yeah. forget. <laughs> Well, I've only blocked it all out. I blocked it all out. By the way, I like speaking to those guys who served the, um, I meant to ask that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, the guy who said, um, he was, uh, Toby, he was, uh, serving and he had, he's a Marine and he had hand to hand combat and he killed a guy. I wonder how long that fight lasts because in the movies or on SEAL, SEAL team, you know, they drag out that hand-to-hand -hand combat. I bet you. Oh, you it's put all over the place. It takes a whole village just to yeah. stage it because they're going from room to room. They're flying right. through walls, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I bet you he put <laughs> that guy down in two minutes. And not even. That, if 30 that seconds. Much, yeah. Yeah. Fights don't last that long. Real fights. So you, usually in a fight, someone punches a guy in the face. The guy who gets punched in the face goes down. And the guy who punched in the face, his hand breaks. That's usually how it goes down. A lot of military guys are calling me. Yeah, me, I'm Mickey in West Virginia. Hey. Hey, Harry. Hey. How you doing, buddy? What up? Hey, man, I'm a combat vet myself, and I've done a few hand-to-hand -hand combat fights in, over in Iraq when I was over there, and they don't last long, man. It's a, it's pretty much get them in a fucking chokehold or something like that and put them down as quick as you can. How does it work, Mickey? In other words... Let's like when you were in hand to hand combat. 
In other words, you have no time to pull out your weapon. For some reason, you don't have a weapon, and this guy doesn't have a weapon for some reason. Like, why wouldn't the guy have a weapon and just shoot? Sometimes they do, and you're clearing house and stuff. You come around the corner, and you hit face-to-face with a guy. It's so fast that it's a quick reaction. Um, you don't know if they got a weapon, and sometimes they don't. So we try not to shoot nobody. They got no weapons unless we got to. But it's just grab them, do what we can, get them out of the way, and done before somebody else comes in on us. And then you, you grab the guy and you choke him to death? The best move I ever done was grab a guy, cut his cord artery off to his brain. Seven seconds, he's out. Thirteen seconds, he's dead. Yeah, thirteen Just seconds. Like the UFC. Yeah, they're dead. You, I don't care how big, how bad you are. You cut that blood off to your brain, you're going down. Wow. Jesus, how many I, guys did you take out like that? Just a couple, not many. Just, just a few. Man, you act like it's. Uh... I, man, today might be the manliest show I've ever done, honestly, talking to real men. I uh, can't imagine. I wish I could be like that. But how are you going to practice when you never leave home? <laughs> I took karate for a while, you know, when my kids were young. And we would practice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the sensei would let you sort of throw punches at him. So you start to right, think you're but legitimate. That's not practicing. Practicing is yeah. being in the real arena carrying out the task yeah all i know is i once um kicked the sensei i no, i punched the sensei by accident <laughs> and then he, t- he to humble me he kicked me in the throat and that was it that was the end of my hand to hand you went down <laughs> oh yeah man i was out of there all right thanks mickey thanks for clearing that up hey doug south carolina hey howard how are you man i've been a huge fan for a long time so you really don't know how manly you are? No, I'm not manly at all. Me, I, if I'm... Bull, bull. Let me tell you what a hero you are. Mm, yeah, tell me. Anybody, I will. I don't think, and, hi, Robin, how are you, honey? Hi. Yeah, honey. Um, I, don't think, I don't think anybody would have been lowered down on a cable as fart man. I wouldn't have done that. Um, really? And you're a veteran? Yeah, no. Oh, huh? yeah, I served in the Marine Corps, and then for 20 years I was a trauma nurse. Yeah, you see, see what a hero I am. I got lowered onto a stage on a on a on a wire. No, but you're like the Lex Luthor of <laughs> heroes. You're the mental hero. You've defended. I'm a our mental First hero. I always said that. You are. <laughs> you are. You defended our First Amendment rights. Right. You've been right. Yeah. Through so much with the FCC. That's true. You, you hmm. do a the, the time you talk that guy off the bridge, the cop. Yeah. You know what? You're making me see things a different way. In fact, I'd like to dedicate this song to me, Howard Stern. This is the karaoke version, sorry. What? <laughs> I thought Jesus, you were going to I sing. did the perfect talk up, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And there's going to be no voice. And when I hear... How am I going to sing? I don't even know the words. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. Way to go. Heidi, you're on the air in Kentucky. Hi, Howard. Um, I'm, it's really great with my timing because I was calling to tell you how you're my hero. Um, mm, 
I see a theme developing. Brave men called in and Did suddenly I'm a hero. Did you line up all these people? Are these people who uh, work for us? Yes, hi. My parents both passed away uh, pretty recently. Um, my dad passed in 2019, and I spent two years caring for my mother, who is probably a lot like Gary's mother. Um, and she passed away in May 2021. Um, and yesterday, I was having a really terrible day um, dealing with it. The state stuff is still going on. And I just was sitting in my car crying. <laughs> And you guys were on, and I thought it was so appropriate because of what's going on in your life. And then you started talking about Dolly Parton, and then you really went into Gary about <laughs> his vote, and it just <laughs> changed everything for me. <laughs> yeah. Yelling at Gary makes depressed people happy. I it's know that. Good That's why for depressed people. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine this? Dolly Parton is being judged by Gary. I mean, it is so insulting. It is so outrageous, you know. Yeah, that's how I. You know, I mean, it's just that, that you know when Dolly Parton said, "Please, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame," I don't want to be on a ballot being voted on by Gary Delabanque. I was like, right on! Finally, somebody right. smart. And I'll tell you what I thought uh, later in the day, and why I called in today was because. I love you. I'm a longtime listener. I love Gary. And I wanted you guys to know that when you pick on him, it really does make me laugh. But it also made me feel really like, uh, like I see that when you pick on him is when you've got things going on in your own life. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Heidi. All I can think about is that. Heidi had to take care of her sick mother for two years. If my mom keeps up like this for two years, she had better whip back herself back into shape or, or, uh, I don't even want to say it, but, Oh, you know <laughs> what I mean? I, I can't take it. Oh my God. My day yesterday was horrible. Oh no. You know, my mother used to say to me, you know, when she was operating with a full, you know, full, I won't say full health. When she was at her full powers. Yeah. You'd be like, listen. I'm ready to go, but I have to stay alive for your father. We'll take care of your father. Yeah, I remember. And I used to think that she said that all the time. And I used to think to myself, what a load of bullshit. First of all, my dad doesn't give two fucks who's in the room. And I got a full time aide with them anyway. He's doing just fine. Yeah, she's well, not doing that much. If she's doing, she's not doing. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. What is she talking about? <laughs> she has to stay alive for my father. Well, now she's in the hospital, and my father has completely gone bonkers without her. Like he actually needs her, and I didn't yes, really, yes. I didn't, I didn't know this. Well, that's what I was saying. I, you know, it made me think of it this this weekend when I was. They need each other. And that whole thing they have together where they eat at the same time and do all this stuff keeps them both together, probably. Yeah, but you want to know something? It turns out she really doesn't need him. Like, she's in the hospital perfectly happy without him. She doesn't even say anything. She doesn't even say to me, how's your father? You know, like, I'm I'm just like, but he's he's the one flipping out without her. Oh, so he was more dependent. I think they, I thought they were dependent on each other. No. But he's dependent on her. Yep. My mom's dependent on me, 
<laughs> and my dad's dependent like on chain. my mom. Yeah. It's like, remember the movie with the human centipede where everyone was shown <laughs> to each other's mouth and ass? Right. That's, that's kind of like what's happening. But I got to tell you something. I mean, I am at my wit's end with this shit. I was on the phone all day with a new doctor yesterday. and Oh, gee. How many uh, more doctors? I got a whole added army to this group, this team. Well, because all, so all of a sudden, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, all of a sudden, my dad's completely off his rocker. So now I got to deal with him. He's lonely. He, whoever he, he, you know, like if Ashley goes over there, don't leave. You stay with me. Grandpa, she goes, uh... I got a job. Fuck your job. You need to be here. Oh, my. Adam, her uh, fiance, says um, he got up to go to the bathroom. Where are you going? Adam goes, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Piss in your pants. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> I swear on my life. Oh, stop it. Why don't you pee in your pants? <laughs> as long as you don't leave me. Yeah, I mean, Ashley couldn't even leave my dad alone in the bathroom. She had to, you know, she's a nurse. She she went in there. She had to go in with him. I go, you, you saw Grandpa naked? She goes, he's got big balls. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how naked he was. Like, but she's got it. She, she is such a, she's an angel. She's a saint. She is like, she is full on fucking compassionate with people. She picked the right profession. Was me, Howard, when I was a nurse. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. That's why they took you out of that business. Nobody took me out. I well, left to go well, with you. <laughs> well, you did. You did the right thing. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I see you. you giggle at everyone. Although I got to say uh, one one thing about Robin, she did like totally straddle a dude who was feeling <laughs> bad about himself, and that that it. My daughter hasn't done that. <laughs> I and I told best. her when she told me she was going to become a nurse practitioner. I said, "Don't be like Aunt Robin." <laughs> what did she do? Uh, she straddled the dude. She went way overboard. I but, need a um, cock. My parents are weird, man. Like my because my father has never shown any emotion his whole life, and now all of a sudden he's afraid to be alone. And, uh, and I think that a lot of the stuff he was doing with you was trying to toughen you up. I don't know. I don't think he was trying to do anything with me. He wanted nothing no. to do with me. He didn't even have a <laughs> philosophy. Like, I would have loved if he tried to toughen me up. He <laughs> didn't even put any thought any into thought me. Behind anything no. he did. In his life, I was a mosquito. <laughs> like, just annoying him. And, and, and now the mosquito is keeping him alive. But, um, yeah, because then when my mom was in the hospital, my dad was all fucked up. So we had to bring him to the emergency room. And we said to him, hey, you want to go see mom? He was like, no, I'll be too sad. I'm like, when wow. did you get When did you get emotional? When did you get feelings? Yeah, we're like, well, who is this? Where was this guy when I was growing up? Get too sad. And then I try to explain to my dad, who can't hear a fucking thing, that being sad is okay. That that's a good thing if if you're but he didn't want to experience sadness. But anyway, he's having a tough time. My mom's having a tough time. I'm having a tough time. 
But nothing in her is saying right now, I need to get back to your father. Not really. No, I don't hear any of that anymore. I think it was too much of a job watching his ass. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it, you know, I got people in there too helping. So I don't know why everyone's having such a tough time. I'm having a tough time. But my daughter's an angel and she helps me. And, but you know, it's not her burden. But she says it's my pleasure to help. Well, that's good. I'll tell you who's having the toughest time with all of this is Beth, my wife. Yeah. Because I'm walking around fucking screaming and yelling. You sound like your father. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sit down and go to dinner and I go, oh, shit, I got to leave. I got I got the, the doctor's calling. She goes, eat your dinner. I go, no. It, it, it's hard to get in touch with everybody. And this guy who's going to be my son-in-law, he had to pee in his pants. Poor guy. <laughs> it's tough joining you your family. This is a bad oh, time man, to join it? your family. It's a bad time. If you're thinking of joining my family, you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad doesn't even want to be in the bathroom alone. You know. And Ash Ashley was like, no, Grandpa, you can go in yourself. You know, no, because I know you'll sneak out. You'll leave me. Oh, he's afraid they'll just. Disappear yeah. while he's in the bathroom. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, he's he's in bad shape. And... But there's somebody uh, there with him, right? Oh yeah, I got a team with him. Are you kidding? Well, what oh, we got he, he doesn't. And them. He's what's not great calmed is... down by those people. No, no, no. He gets more amped up because he doesn't want him to leave. So then we have to sedate him, uh. which is kind of fun. Watch him what? go from like, yeah, from going from a hundred to zero. Like, he's like, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, yeah. I want to be sedated 20, 20, 24 hours a day. I want to be sedated. <laughs> That's what Joey was singing about. Fucking Joey knew it. Or Joey was, a, Joey knew what was happening when he wrote that song. Yep. Uh, it's a mess. Yeah. Nothing I want to go through. I'm I'm taking no. an What are you going to do? Like, as let's say. As soon as things start to turn bad. Well, I got a question for you, but first, Joey Ramone. <laughs> I want to be What a band. What a great group. These guys never got their due. They were busy, uh... Do. Uh, anyway. I want to be sedated. Put me in a wheelchair. <laughs> I can't control my fingers. I can't control my brain. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, my dad's like, he's like, just kill me. He, everyone I bring in the room, he, he, first thing he says to him, would you please kill me, help me? <laughs> Get out oh, of here. Yeah, Is yeah, he saying like, that? Yeah, too? he's in bad shape, yeah. But he doesn't mean it. He's just, he's just fucked up, you know? Everything's uh. fucked up. How great now, is Where it do I have to sign to tell people what to do with me if I get like that? 
Here's another military guy. Hold on a second. I got a question for you. Yeah, Daniel, you're on the air. Are you in the military? Yes, sir. Yeah, cool. And now, or uh, a vet? I'm a vet, yeah. I'm actually a mortician here in Houston. Um, I've been a funeral director for many years, and I was actually a mortician in the uh, in the Army. Hmm. Hey. Yeah, and I, so I'm, I'm calling a lot of bullshit on a lot of these guys that are saying they did a hand-to-hand combat, and I, I don't believe it. It was extremely rare seeing that kind of situation um, in where Afghanistan alone and a lot of vets on here would agree with me on that. I mean, once these guys ran out of bullets or anything, they just run away. Yeah, I get, I get, yeah, but I mean, those guys sounded pretty sincere about it. I don't think they were bullshit. I don't think there was any and uh, hand stolen hand combat. Does happen every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, I don't think there was any stolen valor going in there. So, now, no, I just want to throw my. Hey, let me ask you something as a military dude. Yeah. How fucking funny is it how shitty the Russian military is? They can't even take over the Ukraine. Isn't it great the way they're getting their ass kicked? I love it. I'm I enjoying love how it. They're getting their ass, I love how they're getting their ass put by a bunch of guys that were previously accountants and yeah. or, uh, <laughs> or media stars or whatever. They, they just throw them an AK-47 and say, all right, let's go ahead and uh, fucking kill some Russians. Yeah, yeah and, they have no, and they have no training, and it's like the big, bad Russian military comes in, and those, those brave Ukrainians are just fucking with them. They're taking out airplanes. They're taking out helicopters. They're killing their generals. I Man, saw an interview with it. a woman who is training. She's Ukrainian, and she's training now. Yeah. To yeah, fight the, the Russians. She said, give me a couple more days. I'll be ready. I was watching it last night on TV. I was thinking, you know what? Ukrainians ought to march into Russia and fuck them up. And take out <laughs> and take out uh, Putin and, and fucking strip them naked and fuck them in the ass. Do us all a favor. Yeah. Putin's got to be embarrassed. You know, the big bad fucking, um, uh, what is he again? Uh, secret serve. What, what is their version of the secret He was a service? KGB. KGB. Yeah, KGB. A KGB agent. He can't even train a fucking decent military. The dude's pulling in a billion dollars a day from oil, and he can't train a military. All he's got is the nuclear weapons. That's what's keeping him in business. But how about these Ukrainians going in and kicking him? I mean, like, motherfucker. I mean, shit, these poor people are getting bombed to death, and right. it just sucks. But th- those Ukrainians are never going to let those fuckers take over their country. Even if they do take over the country, they'll constantly be getting hit. It'll be like the resistance during World War II. There'll always be these little yep. groups Pockets. that are sabotaging things and making things not work. You know who trained the Russian army? The Three Stooges, Mo, Larry, and Howard. <laughs> what an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. This big bad Putin with it riding around on a horse with his shirt off. He sends him in to take over Ukraine, sends in 200,000 troops. They've already lost 10% of their troops. 10%. Bunch of fucks. Boy, God the bless long the American. Time of the year to do it too, because their, their tanks and all that stuff is get, they're getting stuck in the mud. By the way, God bless the American military. Can you imagine how fast? In a ground war, we could beat the Russians. It's just laughable. Now, I mean, I we hope... Don't even, we don't even need a ground war. We just, all we need is drone strikes, and we'll be right. set to go. Yeah. yeah. Also, the Russian army, they don't have their heart in this. They don't want to Well, that's what fight. somebody else, I read an article, and he said, look, you know, if it becomes like a long, drawn-out thing, who are the people who really have skin in the game? 
These right. Russian soldiers don't really even understand what they're doing there. Yeah, they and don't so the Ukrainian there. people have, uh, you know, a real heartfelt reason for what they're doing. Don't you think there's a true possibility, a good possibility that if enough of these Russian boys die and generals, the, the people closest to Putin are going to take them out. I mean, these military guys, they might just do it. Again, I mean, they've always been deathly ugh. afraid of strong men. You know, like nobody took out mm. Stalin. Nobody took out, you know, and these guys were, right. were out of their minds. It's true. You go throughout history. You can't pick out too many guys where they got turned on. And like even Hitler, the, the, the German guys were already like, hey, the fucking Hitler's sending us into a, a windless war. Yeah. And they, they didn't take him out. They were scared of the Fuhrer, little fucking uh, house painter for, right. from, from Germany. They were afraid of, but. I don't know how people get that in that head. That little guy over there is telling everybody what to do. Yeah. Well, thanks, Howard. I appreciate you taking my call, man. Later. Those Russians fight like me. They lose. Well, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. But me and me, these poor people in Ukraine, how the hell are they going to build back these cities? I know. That one city has just been demolished. It's like, what a waste of time. They built up this whole place, and now they're going to have to rebuild it. And for what? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get to ask John Stewart this yesterday because he only had an hour, but he was talking about Putin and he said, uh, this is a great quote. He said, um, you're watching a guy drive a country over a cliff in real time. He's going to hurt the Russian people in so many different ways for nothing, for yeah. nothing. There's no reason for it, for some kind of wacky dream that he's going to put the old Soviet Union back together. All right. Hey, and he, I and, don't. And somebody said he's thinking of legacy. He's not going to be remembered well. Oh, that's for sure. Stupid ass. Hey, I don't want the week to go by without honoring Eric, the actor, uh, ordering yeah. a hit. It is the... Um, Talk about a real right? man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to hear a guy ordering a hit? Uh, just for those of you who are newer to the show or just want to remember with me because you love Eric, the actor. And uh, I see there's a guy, Nick, on the phone asking me, about the Whack Pack Mount Rushmore. And I know everybody wants to put... Go ahead, ask your question, Nick. This is a good lead-in for what I'm going to say about Eric. Hey, Howard. Thank you so much. Uh, I've been a fan since the E-Show days, so this is just freaking amazing. Um, yeah, I was thinking about um, High Pitch Eric this week and his legacy, you know, continuing with the Manly theme, so talking about High Pitch Eric here. But um, I was thinking, does he belong on, on the Mount Rushmore? And I think he does in... Um, Mount Rushmore of Whack Pack, you're asking about. Of Whack Pack. No, yeah, no. we're not putting him up there with Lincoln and though. Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robin, I think it would no, be no, really Black. wrong to put High Pitch Eric next to Lincoln, Washington, and those guys. <laughs> Carve him um, in stone. But if you're talking about the Whack Pack Mount Rushmore, this will shock you. Uh, this is a very controversial opinion. There are those who think Beetlejuice is the greatest Whack Packer of all time. There are people who think um, Eric the actor was the greatest some even say uh, hank the drunken dwarf um i gotta tell you something for my money and i'm a little bit weird high pitch eric is the greatest whack packer of all time now what? i know yep high pitch eric greatest whack packer of all time it is unbelievable what goes on with this guy <laughs> I, in fact i'm talking to a friend of mine last night you know it was nice to talk to someone aside from talking to doctors about my parents 
He says, you know, I was listening to that high pitch He goes, you know, I met him once. I go, where'd you meet him? This guy's in construction. And he goes, I was working a job. And this high pitcher walked up to me and he said, how about, tr- how about going out to dinner with me, treating me to a dinner? What? He randomly, yeah, he randomly walked up to, uh, to uh, this guy I know. It's crazy. That's amazing. I said, I said, what'd you do? He said, I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> how many times do you think he gets taken up on that request? You know, it must work sometime. I, I, I mean, that's just, cra- that's not even on the radio. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> It's just crazy stuff. Howard, can I tell you a story like that that's like, that's insane? I yeah. did an appearance once, and I had a, a really good friend of mine who's wealthy and also just a super, super nice guy. So I'm at the appearance. Eric shows up. I see the two of them talking in the corner for a while. And then we leave, and I'm talking to my friend. And I said, uh, what were you talking to him about? He goes, oh, you know, he's really he's had a tough life. This and that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I ended up paying his cable bill. I'm like, what? He goes, Whoa. yeah, he said, he said, could you please pay my cable bill? So I felt bad, so I gave him the money for the bill. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the same experience my friend had. That Have you ever been, yeah. uh, like, that specific a request? Could you please pay my cable bill? No, but I'm, I'm starting. just walks up to you. Well, I'm starting to think, like, that's the way to be uh, in life. You <laughs> just walk up to people, ask for stuff. You never know who's going to respond. <laughs> You know, I'm famous. People want to please me. I go, Excuse me, would you pay my cable bill this month? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, for a whack pack well, Mount when Rushmore. you put it that way, maybe he is the greatest. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But but for a, a whack pack uh, Mount Rushmore, yeah, uh, Eric definitely would be up there for sure. There's no question. Yeah, Eric, I would put you up there for sure. Are you there? Hey, Howard. Yes. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Not paying I your cable to, bill, though. <laughs> I have. By the I way, have to say, I have to say yes. thank you for saying that I'm your favorite whack packer. I'll tell you why. All right, tell me number why. one, number one thing that you once did that was the funniest shit I ever saw. All right. Years ago, when you had a phobia about fish, you didn't want to see fish. Right. And we and we chased you around the studio with a fish. <laughs> yeah. And you were and you were like you were way over three hundred fifty pounds at that point, and just watching you naked running from a fish was the funniest thing I ever. And you're like, no. <laughs> and then I said, police help. Yeah. And then. Um, then uh, the other thing, I, hey, most recently with the blowjob, I mean, unbelievable. Well, there's that the spectacular. I mean, he's done some yeah, things. That's what I mean. And uh, <laughs> I, it, like just the other day, for example, I had nothing to do with Eric getting blown. In other words, Debbie, the cum lady, that was her idea. Eric drove down there. We, I didn't want anything to do with that because there's about a million things that I could see that could have gone wrong. So I said, look, you two get together on your own time. That's your business. That's your business. Right. Well, and it, you know, it was funny as hell and all that kind of shit. And then after the whole thing was over, like Eric called us up and said, uh, I would like you guys to reimburse me for my transportation for driving down to get the blowjob. <laughs> and that's why Eric's funny. You know, it was like, and we were like, fuck you. What do you mean drop, pay for you to get a blowjob? But that's Eric, you know? And I have to and say then, thank you to Gary because he said, 
he he would play well, put me on his Mount Rushmore in the wrap up show too. Howard, just a couple of things before we forget, because, you know, you know how everyone says Eric's dim, a little dull? Right. He ain't that dull, you know. No. We were going over this on the wrap-up show the other day. You know, you remember he uh, he rented a limo and then wrote the guy a bad check. And remember he, my favorite one is he ordered food for Passover to go to his sister's house. And not only did he stiff the guy, but somehow he talked the guy into swinging by to pick him up on the way to deliver the food. So he got a free <laughs> ride about- there as well. And, and, and I thought when Eric pranked, um, Eric the actor as Kelly Clarkson, that was pretty great too. So I, you know, yeah, I, I think, um, I, 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 you know, and I'm not to disparage Beetlejuice, of course, and, and Eric the actor who are great. I, I just, I pitch Eric. Well, there's got to be more than one person on the Mount Rushmore, but Eric is one of them. Yeah. For me. How about the Donnie Wahlberg stuff too? Yeah. Oh, how about we're sitting in the studio? And you were saying, "Look, I'm not gay," but then you you wanted Chris Wilding to blow you. And that was fucking. My, and he searched for my dick oh. too. Yeah, he searched for your dick. How about in the little penis contest when you stood there and there was like there was no penis? Right. My because my penis is inverted. Yeah. How about how about when uh, Jenny McCarthy and Donnie Wahlberg are in the studio and you ended up dancing with Donnie? Yeah. And yeah. Donnie loved Donnie loved it. How about when we wanted to see how many of my new books, how, uh, how much my, how much, how many books would it take to get, lift Eric off the ground on a scale? That's right. Oh yeah, I remember that. And, and Gary and JD were dressed like they were in the circus. <laughs> yeah, and remember when Will the Farter would uh, blast farts into your face? Yes. Yeah, that's why I think you're the greatest whack packer of all time. I hate to say it because I know people are going to give me shit, but. Give me the blowback. No, I, get, I, I think you're making a good case. Yeah. Hey, Howard, can I say something? So okay. Yes. Yesterday, Jeff the Drunk called called you. Okay. And he said, "Me, Marianne, and Steve the Fool from Florida are kissing your ass. And we don't kiss your ass, okay? We come up with good fucking content for your show." Right, and I and I come up with good content. I don't kiss your fucking ass at all, do I? Jeff, you why do you always say, with... Jeff. Fuck Jeff. you, Eric. No, fuck you. I don't kiss Howard's no, ass. No, fuck you. No, you fuck you. Fuck. Who who you hangs up on dick. Howard? Who hangs up on Howard all the time when 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 they don't take when when he doesn't take your call? You hang up. I don't hang up. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with anything, you fucking dumb fuck? It has everything to do with it. Eric's saying, Jeff, we're we're in the middle of an argument with you and you hang up. You hang up in the middle of an argument. I wasn't even talking about that, you dumb fuck. You're the dumb fuck because you say I kiss his ass and Marianne kisses his ass. Marianne never kisses ass. I never kiss ass. I come yeah, up you do. Oh, Howard, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's kissing ass. That's not kissing ass. It's no. Hey, what Jeff. if he means it? <laughs> Jeff, you know, just because a guy well, digs me. But I don't say it every fucking time. Yeah, no. I, I think... I think the bigger issue, Eric, I think the bigger issue is, and Jeff, I have to point this out. I think you're jealous of Eric and his cameo business and the money he's making. 
more money let's say eric makes more money than you and gets more ssi than you what what has that got to do with your situation you, no 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 i could i reported i reported my cameo right away and my my benefits so what what's that got to do with with eric, eric? didn't cause that problem for you. chris chris what Chris, Chris Wilding told me. Chris Wilding told me that you bring up Eric every time you even speak to Chris off the air. Yeah. Fine. But Eric's not doing anything to you. Don't you understand? He no. Yes, I understand. Full benefits. Off that side, he wouldn't be getting at that side if he reported the income for cameo. That's what does again, Jeff? What does that have to do with you? Yes, what does that have to do with you, Jeff? Leave my fucking and name out of your Leave my and name out of your fucking And I can't leave, fucking do that. That's leave, what. Leave Chris, my name out of your fucking mouth. When you're talking to Jeff uh, off you, the air. Chris, yes. when you're talking to Jeff off the air, what happens? It inevitably goes to the topic of Eric and what you're hearing now. You know, Eric doesn't report uh, his taxes according to Jeff, and he still gets benefits, and Jeff doesn't. And it's never about yeah, how Jeff can improve himself and get on the show more. It's about how Eric is doing better than he is. And yeah, I mean, I really Jeff, Jeff, Jeff you're, you're sitting in, you know... Eric's got nothing. You've got nothing, and you're fighting with the guy who has nothing. I mean, what it would be happy for him if he can get a couple of bucks? You're in the same okay. game. I mean, what's with you? You're, you're obsessed with Eric. You should be obsessed with Jeff Bezos if you want to be obsessed with someone. because <laughs> they're getting all your attention out, and you're fucking throwing me away. That's what I'm fucking pissed about, Jeff. You're not Jeff the drunk anymore. You're Jeff the whiner. You're just constantly whining. Well, Jeff the crybaby. You know what it is, Howard. I mean, Jeff has been on hold, I think, all this month with the same phone topic. And I tell him, if a topic isn't hitting, move on to something else. Shake it up a bit. Yeah, Try a listen, new way of we've, getting on. We've discussed this before. I can't pick up the phone on Jeff every single day. And he, he blames well, me. Too. When his cameo business dries up, because he's like, well, if Howard put me on, I'd have cameo business. So I'm inevitably, on, he blames cameo. me. I think you told you that. I'm not on cameo. Why are you not on cameo? Because I want to get no benefits. I can't live on cameo alone. Well, why is that my problem? Why am I always the pick, one to don't blame? Pick up on I'm them. not saying it is. You guys fucking... Run with the story forever. Like it just fucking happened. 
all what? the time. You guys fucking run with the same toy fucking from like months ago. Well, no, I, I, I mean, I'm just, I just feel bad that you're living your life obsessed with high pitch Eric. Oh, my goodness. And it's like Jeff's whole empire is crumbling. He used to go on that Periscope and get thousands of viewers. You see him now on Instagram Live. It's like three people are watching. It's I feel bad. Yeah, for Jeff. They, yeah, my account's been stolen. Before that, Jeff. Before Instagram, that, Jeff. I didn't even understand that his Jeff, Jeff the Drunk's account on Instagram was stolen. And in order to try yeah. to get it back, they had him cutting messages. He I made mean, a whole... hostage video. I know. He made a hostage <laughs> video, and he still couldn't Hello. get it back. <laughs> well, he was making no, it for I the know. people holding him hostage. I, I recently <laughs> invested. If anybody from Instagram is listening, shut down Jeff the Drunk 1 because it's not me. All right. I don't know how you take it, Chris. Well, listen, oh, high pitch, it's, Eric, it's Jeff the drunk. I have I, I have nothing but uh, fun and and, and 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 humor from you guys, and thank you very much for the call. How's that? Let's leave it I'd at like that. I'd like to apologize to Marianne from Brooklyn for calling Why? her a kiss What did he say? Well, how would you? A you kiss ass. He called Marianne a kiss ass. You could have called Marianne because me and Marianne had a talk about Jeff. Yesterday. All right, Marianne, you're on the air. Extremely disappointed in Jeff the Drop when he knows how much over the past 20 years I've done for you, Jeff. Get to Jeff and I can tell you, change your topic, mix it up. Don't say I'm an ass kisser because I love the show. I won't tell you how much I do. I don't have cameo, but he calls me every day. He hung up. He hung up. Everything. Yeah, he does his usual. That's what he does. His phone shit the bucket. His propane tank shit right. the bucket. Okay. He's Marianne. constantly crying to thank me. You. All right. Crying. Okay. Uh, He's a crying baby. All right. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I was trying to pay homage to the Wack Pack and Eric, uh, uh, Eric the actor, actually. I don't know how this yes, got out of control. Yes, how did that get caught up in all of this? So let me say this, Robin. Um, uh, Eric, the actor, great whack packer. We miss him. He died a couple of years ago, 2014 to be exact. Left a lasting legacy with this show. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, what a body was... of work. You, you know, we talked about Eric, uh, high pitch Eric's body of work. But this guy, he really put in the time. Not only a body of work he left behind, but a very small body. <laughs> a four, he was under four feet tall and in a wheelchair, but his disabilities yeah. never stopped him from voicing his opinions and living a full life. Um, uh, 20 years ago, he started calling in the show. Uh, he called in because his favorite show was American Idol. It was all innocent at first. Then we quickly realized Eric had a temper, uh, uh, an out-of-control temper. And, uh, well, okay, to celebrate, here's a, a montage of angry voicemails he left us over the years, okay? Hello, you big-nosed jackass. Go fuck yourself and go to hell. I hope you die a slow and painful death. Fuck you. What the fuck was the point of hanging up on me? Don't fucking hang up on me. Don't you ever fucking do that again. Get the fuck off my ass about it. 
now. Oh, just go fuck yourself, you Canadian fuck. Read my fucking Facebook page. Shut your fat mouth. You don't like me, shut the fuck up. You annoying sack of shit. You rude ass piece of shit. You arrogant piece of shit. Fucking bullshit. None of you have one ounce of respect. Piss my ass. Bye for now, big nose bastard. If he had been normal size, this would have been terrifying. But because of his <laughs> stature, no one took it too seriously. So, but sad, you know, the other thing I was thinking about him, could you imagine the, he would have been a billionaire on Cameo. Everyone would have wanted an Eric Oh, my goodness. Cameo. Yeah, that would have been yeah. uh, custom made for him. But what we're trying to celebrate here on the show is that this month, marks the 15th anniversary of one of Eric's defining moments on the show. This, of course, is when he ordered a hit on one of my listeners. And uh, the setup was Eric's manager, Johnny Frotto, called in to say Eric had left him a troubling voicemail. Hey, Howard, I want you to hear a message from Eric that um, that he, uh, he got very upset. And uh, the other day, something happened. Somebody called from his school. Yeah. So he got to hear this message you left me. I think he's asking me to do a hit. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He's, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he's looking for a hit. I mean, he, he it's, it's it's like he's very professional. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what everyone assumes because wow. your dad was in the mafia, you could just go kill someone. Uh, you know, I I think he just assumes that that's what we do. Well, Eric's hit so to speak, was in response to a call we took the week before. A man that had gone to high school with Eric called in to complain about him. I went to high school with Eric the Midget, and uh, you think he's a jerk now. He ruined the last couple years of high school because he had the entire place revamped for handicapped people. No kidding. Yeah, and the thing what is... What an asshole. <laughs> It, it was a it was a regular high school, but uh, how did that ruin high school for you? Because they they had construction crews going all the time, building ramps. Any place you would have stairs, they had to put in ramps. They had to tear out everything and put in concrete. And it had to I see. So while you were trying to learn, let's say you had <laughs> noise in the background. Yeah. Oh, okay. He is a pain in the ass. Let me stay home. I can't hear you. They're putting in a ramp as we speak. We're making way for Eric. Well, anyway, Eric got so upset that this guy called in and said that he was a pain in the ass in high school for wanting a handicap ramp. Uh, Eric got upset. He called Johnny Frotto for help, and here is the voicemail that we are celebrating. Received yesterday at one twenty-six a.m. Hey, Johnny, did you catch the replays doing it, dumbass from... That was supposedly from my school coach in and said that I ruined the school because of having them do construction and everything. Find that guy. His name is Jerry. You know what to do. You know what to do. Just find him. Hmm. Well... Uh, it was unbelievable, and uh, Johnny's dad was in the mob, so Eric assumed he had connections, I believe, but uh, Eric called in to defend himself. He claimed he meant something else when he said, you know what to do. This right. is a, you know. Eric, <laughs> what are you, nuts? For what? So what? What, do you think you can call a hit on someone? I wasn't calling a hit. I was 
Johnny knows what I'm talking about, not hit. What are you what talking you want, about? Though? You know, like, find someone to teach us. Oh, you want him uh, legs broken? Or? Speed up, Eric. So, the, so some guy calls my show and says that in high school you demanded uh, a ramp, and you want him hit? Not because the kid was fulfilling you guys full of bullshit. Yeah, but Eric. So he was just talking on the radio. Nobody cares. By the way, Jerry's been in the witness protection program ever since. All, all this time? Yeah, all this time. <laughs> He's still not out. <laughs> well, you know, Robin, from watching enough mob movies, no one says you know what to do unless saying the actual thing will get you arrested. In other words, yeah, like, I thought you the, know oh, You know, he was being very cagey, very you know. careful not to say exactly what he wanted. But he was leaving it on an answering machine. I was like, wait a minute, Eric. Yeah, that wasn't I mean, well thought it, out. Talk about incriminating evidence. <laughs> anyway, I, I tried to get through to Eric by actually um, asking Dan, Danny Savalos to come on from M MSNBC. He's their legal analyst. And I said, uh -huh. maybe this will get through to Eric. I go, Danny, um, could, could Eric have faced jail time for such a thing? I have no doubt that a prosecutor could have taken this to a grand jury. I mean, the evidence is all there. First, he essentially admits to the entire crime on a voicemail. Then he tries to call in and explain himself, and he denies one crime and admits another. I didn't want to kill him. I just wanted him beaten up. He didn't get that by asking for someone to commit a crime like assault or even murder that he himself was committing a crime an ambitious prosecutor might have sought to put our friend eric behind bars for decades i only wanted to have his legs broken <laughs> let me just say to any fans out there who are listening if you do meet someone in the mob it's very dangerous to tell a mob guy you know what to do Right. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, there you go. The, 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 we celebrate the 15th anniversary of a great Eric moment. We'll never let his memory die. And, uh, of course, as you know, most of you know Eric and Johnny are no longer with us. And, they're and they're let me tell reunited you, on yeah, the well, side. When I was listening to this tape, I go, I can't believe Eric's gone and Johnny's gone. Eric yeah. died of organ failure in September of 2014. And and the following year, Johnny died of lung cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then uh, Jewel did that beautiful tribute to Eric. You remember that? I don't remember. Sing yeah. Jewel. The real Jewel. Tiny Eric. Beautiful. Life was too quick. We're not stately, complaining daily, but to know you made us proud. Not a looker, you had hookers, but now you're floating in the clouds. What a beautiful tribute, huh? Miss your chatter. That does not matter Cause now you're not around Goodbye Eric, tiny actor Goodbye Eric, tiny actor 
You know, Marianne confronted you. This is what I mean. And then you hung up. Bob, I like to retract. My yeah. Why did you hang up? Why did you hang up? No, he's up? retracting his apology. Now he does oh, apologize. All right. I'm retracting all right. my go. apology. All right, go ahead. Yeah, um, she told me yesterday, but then, um, how dare you talk to me twist about me? As soon as I said it, I'm not a gift ass like Mary Ann or um, High Pitch when I left out in the voicemail. She's typing it to me. Tell me my name up. What? I said that's fascinating. I mean, it's I'm fascinating. I'm so glad I don't you know called what... back. <laughs> yeah, it's so, I'm so fascinating. I don't know what you're talking about. But I, okay, <laughs> listen, Jeff, all I'm saying is. If you're in a battle with Marianne for Brooklyn, don't hang up. Fight like a man and then and, and confront. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, I don't need all these people hating on me. I well, just you're in a battle. Nothing. You brought it on yourself, pal. I'm, I don't mean to, to to dump on you, but but you you you, you go, when you when you're in trouble, you right away throw Marianne under the bus. You throw Eric under the bus. You know what I mean? You gotta. I understand oh, your situation is bad, but why are you why are you picking on them for? That's all. Yeah, right? you know, that's true right, Marianne. In other words, why, why drag your name into it? Right. I mean, he knows how much I love the show and how much I respect everything that goes on, and I even try to help him. Like, if I know somebody didn't contact him, I DM him. Please call. How, Listen how, to me, Jeff. Why did you mention my name, though? Why? What did I do that you have to say I'm an ass kisser? You know trolls jump on that. Why do you do that to me when you know that I try to help you all the time? All right, let him it's answer the question. I, I, it's called the name. This is how it's served, though. If you can't take it, don't play the game. I can't that's take a, it. That's, that's what you would say. Need content and people to mix it up to talk to make conversation. You're 
last five years with the same thing that Howard doesn't pick up on you because he picks up on the rest All of the right. people. Well, it's How the same old stuff. Yeah. Million people, Jeff. All yeah, right, you're Jeff. wrong. Why don't you well, admit no, it? The thing is, the thing is, you are an ass kisser, and you always will be. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Okay, oh and you'll be an ungrateful prick. You'll be a miserable fuck hey. living in a fucking trailer park. And you'll be your usual grouchy bastard self without getting laid, without getting Debbie the cum lady. You'll just be a miserable son of a bitch. I don't want Debbie the cum lady. You were born that way. You I don't want Debbie the Yes, you do. You say, you call, hold it, Mary and Jeff. You did call in saying you wanted Debbie the cum lady. I remember that. Yeah. And he wanted you the hat, Howard. He wanted the cum hat. He wanted all the right, lobby. All, right, all right, all right. You don't all have right. it in you. You're this not. This is no way to end the show. So this why? is no way. This is not. This is, I, can, <laughs> I can fucking come. I can come. <laughs> That's oh, wow. Believe that. <laughs> hey, I can too, just for the record. Thank you. I'm not like that. What an either. argument. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Marianne. Enough all already. Right. I mean,. There is Jeff doing his thing, never leaving the audience wanting more. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> wow, what a full show. I did not even get to, I was going to tell you some of the things that I'm watching on TV, but we'll share that next week. Next week, we're going to have a very busy show, Robin. I hope you know that one of my favorites, Marin Morris, is going to come in and do a song. Oh, she's got a whole serious channel, right? Yeah, Marin Morris, who was sexy, talented, forget about it. Whenever I hear yeah, her songs, I heard promos for her new channel. Um, I look forward to that. Also, Machine Gun Kelly will be uh, stopping oh. by. He's uh, ready to talk. He wants to uh, get on the air. I guess he's got uh, his new music out. Machine Gun Kelly and Marin Morris. Also, many, many other things. We'll Last time week. I saw Machine Gun Kelly, he was in the new Jackass movie. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, I, I was surprised he showed up in that. I didn't. Know I was... know, and really went for it. He didn't want yeah. them to softball him. Give no. him a real prank. <laughs> yeah. And they did. He took it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, and I didn't get to all the fan mail, but. All right, look, you can't get to everything in a day. It was jam-packed. We'll see you next time.